0: Oh, good morning good afternoon good evening and welcome to another show of the pop culture gamers podcast this is show number 83 my name's Hayden and I'm here with Alan hello Alan how are you doing
1: hey Hayden come to talk to you. how are you uh, this
0: evening yeah not too bad not too bad uh, what's been happening in your life this week
1: um again it's great we get to do the podcast um Kind of midweek, it suits me kind of more with, with the Sundays I can't really make. So
0: mm.
1: again, I thanks for making the time as always, to, so we can have our old chats and geek out about stuff. Um, it's been a good week. Um, first off, I just want to give a, a quick shout out to someone who got, messaged me on Twitter today, and it really does go to show how small this this planet Earth uh, we is. Um, a, a listener um called John Daly. After listening to last week's podcast, I mentioned my hometown of Mallow, and uh, apparently he's a Mallow man himself, All right. or, but, which was very cool. Born and bred there now. He, he moved out when he was five back to the UK, but as far as I'm concerned, he's a he's a Mallow man, a good Cork man. You know, you don't ever lose that. So it's uh, John Daly. We had a great old chat on Twitter, and he was very, very nice with his comments towards the podcast for us and everything. He said he's loving it. Um, yep. at, at John Jan- Janatonic01, I hope I got that right on Twitter, so uh, a bit of a shout out there and thanks again for it's just great making new friends like this, you know um, yeah. so that's kind of nice to get Um. Um. I finished my 1000 kilometer challenge Um. 38 days it took me well across. Done. yeah it was great, no I really enjoyed it, a great little challenge, it kind of helped you know, it helped this lock-in as we call this and we're kind of coming out into the world again, so it was nice to have that and something to look forward to every day and go and you know just keep you going like was um, that the
0: tennessee challenge or whatever yeah
1: that was the tennessee one so i've I've turned round now and i'm heading back the opposite direction for the 2000 one um so it's great so look i'll keep it going as long as i can i I don't think i'll be able to keep the miles that i'm doing up i was averaging 15 miles a day 16 miles a day um but i'd come the 29th of june when we're fully opened restaurants and everything Mm -hmm. i don't think i'll i'll like, that means I'll be 14, 15 hours in the kitchen, plus another three hours running. It doesn't give much time for anything else in the day.
0: So No, it doesn't, I, other I, than no, sleeping.
1: <laughs> no, and I also do my hour with my my 800 weight reps I do as well at night time on top of that. So it's just, you know, I, something you'll have to give a little bit. So that was good. Um, The big thing is to, to, to finish the game, my second game this year. You know, I'm, I'm catching you. Watch out behind you, Um Now, it's like finishing 20 games, to be honest with you, because it was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um,
0: that is a feat, to be fair.
1: Yes, and 123 hours with 1,000 achievements, um, and has easily jumped into one of my top five games of all time. Loved it. It hasn't quite gone above Mad Max or Shadow of Mordor, which are actually quite very similar games because you kind of, it's really, I don't know, it's my OCD or CDO. It, I have to say CDO, sorry. It suits my, um, just go to every corner and just find every little question mark and just not really follow the story. Because like, there were some missions I was doing. like you know, When you go to certain um, objectives and I was kind of going, right, do this objective. And instead of telling me where to go, I'd already done that objective and i just kind of cash out straight away because I'd done this on my journeys of going to every question mark one by one. Yeah. <laughs> so I did the next section, then the Atlantis, kind of opening up into the DLC. Yeah. And as I was doing this, I was like, I've just done so much. I need a break. And I'll talk about later on. Then the only game I've played since I will talk about my gaming, what I went into, and I was actually Pleasant Supplies, my next game. I know I was talking to you on on messaging about it. Mm. Um. And also, any comic nerds out there? Um. Just there's a few of us, I'm guessing there's a great new, um, book after com- or graphic novel art coming out today, at uh, the Joker AC anniversary. They've done it kind of with Superman and Batman before, you know, mm-hmm. they've given the same treatment to the Joker and there's maybe 10 or 12 all inclusive stories or kind of just one off stories. Some are short and some are like some are only like six, seven pages and some are 10, 12 pages. Um, and they're kind of just more insights into the, the Joker's world, the anarchy, the terrorizing got them sissy, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and the interesting thing which I only found out was that Gary Weiss, Gary Weiss, who I follow on Twitter, and he's on the Kind of Funny crew as well. Sorry not for plugging something else, but I do like those boys. And Craig Miller actually wrote one of the stories in it, and it's actually one of the best stories in it, I have yeah. to say. So if you're up, you can get it in Comixology, where I got it, or you can get this in any bookstore. Or you can pre-order and stuff. So it's the Joker 80th anniversary, 100-page spectacular Um and that's it. And then finally, I'm on day 80-something of my run streak, and I passed 1,327 miles today of that as well. So that's quite a lot of miles. So
0: it's, uh, You're I absolutely get, mad running that amount I of know, miles. I know,
1: yeah. It, it, my wife said it now that I need to kind of... It's kind of becoming more of an addiction than... It's just I get so... I don't know what it's just my nature you know I kind of have to go out and do 16 miles doesn't matter the weather or the whatever just has, has to be done has to be done yeah so, so I'm getting up earlier and I, I'm finding out I'm getting a bit more tired the energy levels like today now I did my my weights before we actually started the podcast because the house is empty for the first time and I don't know what 100 days there's no one home <laughs> yeah because the county now has finally opened up County Cork and you can go anywhere in the county And my family have gone in ten different directions now, visiting everybody, um, and I noticed now doing some of my reps, I'm, I'm tired. The knees are tired, like so. Like I said earlier on, this I'll be slowing down a little bit. Hopefully, I can make myself slow down. Um, That's it. Nothing major. Kind of, you know, the same old, same old, We got the regulations today for our full regulations. Now officially have finished. We got the final booklet of what we can do when we open. We've kind of had a few over the last few weeks that I've been talking to you about. It's been a bit stressful because you have to kind of learn a whole new way of doing things again on top of the way you do things, which are already strict in kitchens. There's so many rules. So yeah, it's it's a little bit stressful. But again, it's good, like, I have a lot of friends. I have two businesses now. This week, two friends of mine that have, who have been in business for over twenty years, and they closed down. One place has been there since, before, like the original business opened in eighteen hundred and something, or eighteen, like before, like over hundred something years ago. The mm. original store opened. That's gone, which was a massive shock to us um, when I found out. Just that I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So I can't really complain. I, I have a job, you know. So let's go back mm. to. Apart from that, same old, same old. A a good few TV movies to talk about later on. Um, A good bit of news and TV news and stuff to talk about. Um, And yourself, I suppose you're getting stuck into the house still, are
0: you? Yeah, I'm still getting stuck into the house. I have to admit, it's... um Oh, it's, it's just one or two rooms are causing an absolute nightmare at the moment. Yeah, you're um, just because of the number of coats of paint that is I'm having to put on in order to get over this wood and all of this that and the other. And I have put on, you know, primer which has a sealant in and stuff like mm-hmm. that as well. And the distance, you know, being like twenty miles away is a bit of a problem. Um, you know, just getting over there, you you have to account for an hour travel um, yeah. round trip. You know, so um, this week I'm not able to take any time off. It's my son's birthday tomorrow. Oh. He's 13, so oh happy birthday to him! Yeah, I'm waiting for you know when it strokes midnight and then he turns into Kevin.
1: Oh, <laughs> I remember those years. Yeah, you're a god, my daughters.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's if you know what I mean. You get to that point where you just get a little bit fed up of. Uh, things so i'm a bit fed up of the house at the moment but yeah. i have started to go with uh, a new um sort of color scheme in the the sun lounge because it was all wood and now it's white but i'm actually painting uh like the um windowsills and the window frames because the wood window frames uh yeah. black yeah so it's gonna it looks really quite smart you know, now that it's, uh, it's got that sort of colour scheme in, in it. um. So it, I think it was a good choice. My wife was a bit, oh, I'm not so sure, <laughs> until I motivated it by saying, well, if we're doing it white, then you're painting it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's been a nice, uh, well, it'll be nice when it's uh, all done, but I think once I get over these couple of rooms where there's a lot of like wood to paint and stuff like that because that's always a bit more difficult Mm -hmm. after that it's then just removing wallpaper and painting on the plaster which would be a lot easier so you know that that won't take anywhere near as long um but Ah. then i've got to try and find like auctioneers and stuff like that to get rid of a load of stuff oh my god didn't be Yeah, they're not going to be really open until Mm -hmm. next month. So uh, I've got plenty of time, you know, to be you know doing stuff, as it were. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to be getting any renters into the house for months yet, which is a shame. But yeah, such is life, isn't it? So you know, Uh, I just have to uh, do what I can do. Um, You know, the government saying no one will lose out in terms of you know COVID financially, and that well you know effectively yeah. i've got a business about to start that can't start because of covid yeah uh but you know it's uh well it's life we want we've all you know i've got my health and everything exactly. i'm in a much more you know uh lucky position and a lot of people having two houses so I mm. appreciate that so it's it's just uh it's going to be costly few months keeping two houses running yeah
1: i think anything in 2020 like if we can get any kind of value towards the end of this out of it like wages wise work wise yourself your business little, little empire starting up you know what i mean it, it's yeah. all a bonus i think take that as a bonus in your head you know because like 20 50 60 days ago you didn't know what was going to happen so no, i think that's true And anything that we get towards the end of it is a bonus and then 2021 we one, we'll hit the ground running and hopefully there'll be no second wave or any that kind of stuff you know
0: well, hopefully um, by then we'll have a vaccine. It'll be
1: yeah. I don't think we will. I think there's. I think there's a couple of years in that yet. Hidden, such a. Mm. They'll probably have some sort of shots or something to help it. I think more. Maybe there'll be more people will be more immune to it than anything else. Kind of will happen first in a way. You know. Yeah. The more that catches it, will it probably the, come first. I think.
0: The herd immunity, as they call it.
1: Yeah, but like at a slower rate. You know, probably kind of done like. I, I, it must be scary enough as an elderly person at the moment, not that I'm young myself, but like in your 70s, like your future as an elderly person must be tough. You can't really leave the house or like, you'd be nervous going to restaurants or because like, you're so prone to like It can really affect you if you catch it, you know, mm. that must be a little bit nerve scary, you know.
0: Yeah, it- it, it, I think it is, um, you know, having spoken to, you know, a lot of people, but it's amazing how many people are also just so blase about it as well.
1: I will agree with you there. I can notice now since Monday, which is what Are today Wednesday or Tuesday? Tuesday, is it? Tuesday. Friday, sir. Yeah, it's, I still, that'll be strange getting back to a normal calendar. Um, yesterday we opened, like I said to you, we opened up the county, um, you can travel anywhere in your county you now, we're county car, um. And yesterday when I was driving to town and when I was heading to work, doing stuff, and even the news now last night, Grafton Street in Dublin, I mean, it's packed. They literally, like, they have the queuing for the shops and they have all that kind of stuff and everything, but people are out. People are in shorts and t-shirts and they're crossing each other and crossing in front of each other. And the traffic was really noticeable, was really, that's the one thing I I, I, I want, I I didn't miss was the constant, the, all the traffic I had to do to go to work, you know
0: well so, the, look at what was happening in london over the weekend with yeah. all the riots and stuff like that as well yeah um and in america and stuff like that it's just yeah. it's
1: scary times pe- as well, pe- as well.
0: people just don't understand or go near each other yeah. you know it's, um even you know where i live a couple of weeks ago i had a guy who was uh, pretty obnoxious to us just because I was respecting, you know, social distancing and not going past him in an aisle in a supermarket. And he just held a load of abuse at us.
1: Yeah, I don't know how you held your temper that time because you, I think you messaged me kind of straight away afterwards. You were furious. Oh,
0: I was absolutely furious.
1: Yeah, I could actually, the text was like, I could feel you actually putting capital letters and pressing hard on the keyboard. It was coming through the text I was getting off you. And I was like fair play to you for, for, for holding your temper because many wouldn't have.
0: Yeah, because I'd literally done nothing wrong and he was just vile. Yeah, it's the only way of, of describing it, you know. Um,
1: but then you probably ended up in one of those videos as uh, as the male Karen, you know.
0: Well, if, <laughs> if, you know, it's not in my nature to, to yeah. uh, retaliate you know, um,
1: sometimes you can't help it, Doc. but,
0: yeah. but s- sometimes you know you r- you really wish you could. Yeah. Um But it, that you know, it's it was just uh, un- unbelievable. But and then I, you know, I had another time when I was uh, outside Tesco and this little old lady, she must have been about seventy or eighty. This was right in the height of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, just came up to me and started talking and she was like less than two meters away from us and that. And that okay. every time I moved backwards, she moved back towards me. Do you know what I mean? It was sort of like, she, yeah. <laughs> but well, I suppose
1: uh, the elderly are kind of like, lonely. and also we have uh, our information we're getting is, is a lot more than like, they're probably just having the news like at six o'clock and stuff. I'm, I'm only speaking off from an Ireland here. Mm-hmm. Um, like where we kind of had this, so much information constantly told in Twitter and Facebook and constant that up to the minute news constantly, we were more aware of it, but I'm guessing they were kind of just going on a small bit of information. And again, lonely is a very good point.
0: Yeah. I
1: just think, I just think as, as my mom is she's one of my, she's 68. and my dad is, is 69. And like, they still have to be very, very careful, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's, you know, I don't know. We could talk about this all day,
0: which we have we over, the last
1: few, over the last few weeks. <laughs> it, it's
0: it is a, just a strange world at the moment. It is
1: the amount of people that has to be a t shirt. Mm. You know, it's a nude world or it's a weird world.
0: Oh, have have, have you not seen the qwerty? The, no, have they got one? The t- yeah, they they've got oh, a lot of them on there, I'll and there. one of them is uh uh twenty twenty closing count. Uh, Close encounters of no kind is one of the ones yeah. that they've got, which I absolutely love because it looks like the close encounters of the third kind. <laughs> I saw,
1: um, I saw a very funny one yesterday. Um, it's a cork, cork man. He does kind of uh, YouTube videos or Facebook. So those kind of quick, I don't know, ticks, whatever, TikToks, whatever they're called. Yeah. And um, it went up on Facebook. But like the lockdown fin- kind of yesterday was the opening of the county. And then he just had the video at the front door and him walking in kind of with his jacket and stuff. And he goes, and he just walks in and he goes, Jesus, I'm missing the lockdown. <laughs> <And> it, was, <laughs> it was only one day. And I was laughing so much. Like I was saying, you guarantee you people two or three weeks into when it's back to normal will be gone. Jeez, I'm missing the lockdown. It was a great time where everybody's like dying to get out of it, you know? Yeah. And, I, I
0: just nature. think, I, I, I honestly think that this lockdown has a positive aspect to it yeah you know, taking out the, the the tragedy of everybody who's died and yeah. you know hearts out to all of those people and all those families you know that have have uh, lost someone but i th- i think that this has the potential for a lot of people living it maybe not everybody but for a lot of people to take stock at the way that they're running a life mm. and make a positive change and that's certainly what we've done about it you know we've looked at how we were spending money and yeah. you know the, and all and where we were going you know my you know my wife was always insistent oh it's sunday we have to go out you know and we had, then we had to go somewhere where there was shops and we had to spend money and yeah. you know um or you know go and get food or you know to eat out rather than take something with us and all of that sort of stuff you can't do that now and we're not actually missing it. So it's yeah. sort of like, well, why were we doing it in the first place then? You know, we can go out for walks, we live, you know, minute well, less than a minute walk away from the countryside.
1: Yeah.
0: We can get straight out there, you know, we can take picnics with us, we can, you know, do lots of family stuff. What we don't you don't need to, you know, travel miles you know, damage the ozone layer or whatever, you know, the uh you know, using yeah. carbon emissions in your car, you don't need to spend your money while you're out there. You can just go enjoy yourself, you know, and be together and be happy as a family. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what we've started doing and, you know, it's uh I think it's brought us probably closer together. I know a lot of families have been probably pushed further apart because of yeah. it. But
1: I, yeah.
0: I think uh, it, you know, depends upon your relationships, but I think it, it's more positive for being my wife. It, you know, it has brought us more together. We're spending more time with each other.
1: Yeah, but on the other side, then I have some friends who have some young kids. You know, I mean, like four, five, six, just that kind of age, and they're having a tough time mm. with the kids now, getting them back. Cause you know the way kids take stuff on you know they kind of if they're told every day oh don't talk to this person stay two meters away this 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 they build up a fear to us which is good as well i mean they're being taught like they should be like you know properly but uh, i have friends who they like one kid now doesn't want to go back to school when it opens september he doesn't want to go to his friend's house he, he's scared like he, he's 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 nervous now to go to the front door so i think that generation as well is even though it's only been 100 days or 80 to 90 days, which is a short time, relatively speaking, in, in the course, but you do kind of build up phobias and anxieties over at a young age, I'm guessing. So
0: I, I, I think at any age, but yeah. yes, certainly it must be very confusing for younger yeah. children. Um, you know, that's, that, that, you know, it must be really difficult, you know, if you've got a mm. child, who, well, it is really difficult if you've got a child who is scared of doing something and, you know, they've been taught it's you not to do it and then suddenly say well it's okay to do it now it's very confusing for them um and it it, it must really test parents and you know yeah. parents uh, you know I've, i feel sorry for people who who are living in you know like inner cities where you can't you know you couldn't go anywhere over the uh period and you know they're in flats and stuff like that and,
1: that's tough.
0: Oh God, yeah. You know, I couldn't imagine what what no, things would be like for yeah. that, and it, it, the lockdown for them must be horrible. And I don't, you know, don't underestimate that. And the you know, the, the job that the NHS are doing, that you know, all of the services are doing, you know, is great. Um, you know that the the NHS and the doctors and the nurses, you know, they're our heroes. No, one hundred
1: percent round the world. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Um, you know so you know ha- hats off to them and it's nice that they've been you know recognized in various different ways you know we had in england the uh you know one one evening a week at eight o'clock going out and yeah. clapping for them i don't did you have that in ireland
1: yeah we just did it the one stop we, yeah. did, we, did, we did it we did a week or two before you did us and then you kind of did us kind of started doing it every week then afterwards yeah
0: um, cause I, th- I think it originated in spain or somewhere didn't it, yeah it
1: came from spain originally or something kind of the, the, the first the first crowd that kind of got the first waves they kind of started it um yeah but i don't think we did it kind of i think two or three times in the whole few week, months but not not to your extent every Thursday, i think it was every thursday or something you did it yeah, yeah
0: every, every thursday of, yeah yeah yeah, because uh, one day I was out walking the dog and I'd forgotten what th- it was going to happen. I was out walking the dog. We started walking down the street and everybody start- yeah. came out and started clapping him. I'm sure my dog thought they were clapping for him because he was striding along with his chest out. Oh, look at this. Everybody's paying attention to me. <laughs> and everybody was laughing at him. You know, this little dog who was, uh, you know, uh, just just so proud in the way that all this cheering was going on around him. Wow. It was quite funny, actually. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so any any listeners who, uh, you know, do work for the NHS or health oh, yeah. anywhere, um, well you know, big clap. Thank yeah. you all. Anybody who's working in shops, all of that, delivery oh, drivers, 100%. everybody who's kept us all going, um, you know, really well done uh, to you. Yeah. You know, and hats off to you, oh. you know, social workers, police officers, firemen, all of them, you do an absolutely great job.
1: All deserve a pay rise, the nurses and everything,
0: definitely. There's yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, <laughs> all right, good. great. Yeah. Let's uh, go on to gaming this week. Mm-hmm. All right, so gaming this week, and we've got a few bits of news. So I'll do <laughs> my bit first, and then <laughs> yeah. I notice that you've put in a load of news. But ah, uh, you the, know me. <laughs> yes, I know you. Indeed. <laughs> so it's all right. So the bit of news that I've got is um, about. Odyssey Elite Dangerous has been revealed and it's actually believed it was revealed by accident because they uploaded it and then took down the video then by then everybody had already seen it but this is new DLC for Elite Dangerous is on its way in early 2021 and on that you can explore distant worlds on foot so you can actually get out of your ship Expand the frontier uh, of known space and leave your mark on the galaxy as you become the first person in history to land on an untouched world since the game began. Um, the planet powered uh, sorry, planets powered by uh, stunning new tech, and I've seen, if you look on the video, the amount of detail that are on the planets is yeah. absolutely fantastic. I watched it. Yeah, and you can, you know, there's new, you know, sunrises and vistas and all of that. Uh, There's discoverable outposts and settlements to explore uh, with unrestricted freedom as well. There's new social hubs uh, that are spread throughout the galaxy. You can form alliances, procure services and even uh, find expert uh, support in highly coveted engineers which the engineers have been in that game for quite some time, but they must be obviously going to do some more ones because they fine-tune your equipment. Public outposts also help you acquire and upgrade weapons and gear uh, to perfect your playing style. There's experience of intense first-person combat, so it's going to be interesting to see how that uh, comes about. And also, you can kit out your character with an array of weapons and gear and coordinate with teammates to master multi-layered Deeper tactical environments where Commanders, SRVs And starships converge hmm. Which is what the promotional Video uh, shows as well So yeah. it does look really Really fantastic, the planets are still Very sort of Dune-esque Yeah But obviously that if they keep Evolving the game will eventually Get round to having a lot more detailed, You know procedurally driven You know alien landscapes And that sort of thing um, mm. With you know plants and all of that, so I think you know I'm really looking forward to this as a um, backer for this. I mm. should have this free on my lifetime uh, oh, season okay. pass because it said that all future DLC for the game is free. So I hope that they're sticking to that. Yeah. But I'm really looking forward to uh, to this because I haven't gone back to that game for such a long time. And, and you played a lot of it. Oh yeah, I I played hundreds of hours yeah. of it.
1: Yeah,
0: and I have it on three platforms. Yeah, as well, you know. Um, but you know, it's and
1: I've big, got- it's a big uh, it's a big deal. It's a big step because I mean, Elise going back what? Well, how old is originally? Is it
0: thirty Nin- years more? Nineteen eighty four.
1: Yeah, I remember playing at the, the old Amstrad and Cup way back in the days and whatever. Um, like to, to finally take the game out of space, you know. Is, is an yeah. interesting take but you know they, they're they probably seeing a market for it so i think planet side is that another kind of a one that was in space before and it went onto the planet am i wrong or
0: no uh, i, I think it? you're thinking of star citizen
1: yeah and that's gone to on the yeah. planet No as well or
0: something so that, that's that's gone to alpha now yeah uh, I, I suppose
1: they're catching two markets really. If you think about it, people who like the the space combat or the space sex style of it and then they have the people who like that ground section or that planet in investigation exploration side of it. So they're kind of covering themselves on both ends of the candle, we say, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. I mean, um, I've also I've haven't tried it yet, but I've downloaded Star Citizen again because um, I've been a backer for that one as well. Yeah I never. Um, sorry.
1: I never played that one. Never, but it looks. I mean, it looks stunning. The graphics and things.
0: Oh yeah, it is. Um, but I, yeah, I've, I've never really invested a lot of time in it because it's always been pre-alpha stuff. But you know, now that they've got the alpha going, uh, it seems to be a lot more developed. And I want to uh, see what Squadron Forty Two is going to be like because that's got actors like Mark Hamill. Yeah, doing parts that. in it. Yeah,
1: that game will never be finished.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I hope it will. Because I really, really want to play it. <laughs> yeah, a
1: I'm so. surprised you didn't put in um, the Destiny news this week.
0: Oh, about the new season stuff. I was
1: going to put it in, but I, said, I, I thought you might throw it in or, You mentioned it. They had well, some kind of Fortnite-style event that didn't go down great, apparently.
0: No, Whereas, it was the destruction it. of the Almighty, and evidently yeah. it was an Almighty letdown.
1: Yeah, by all accounts, there was a lot of negativity towards it. Yeah,
0: I... I kind of feel like Destiny's dying on its backside at the moment. Well, it seems
1: to be, doesn't it? Yeah, the, I
0: mean, it the, the, the last maybe. season, the last season wasn't as good. Yeah, I, I didn't think at all. I didn't enjoy it in any way, shape, or form. Um, and it's just it's not it's not it's not exciting at the moment. The the bunkers that I had to do, you know, I I uh, worked quite hard at that game to to get the first bunker done yeah. within about the first week uh, so that I had it fully powered up and then I just lost all drive to it because it was just so much grind and I know that it's a game that's about grind but it's when it's so 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 repetitive rather than making it a little bit different so in terms of uh, the bunkers every day you had to clear out aliens invading it every day and it it wasn't necessarily an easy battle depending upon which a- which race that you got invaded yeah. and i just got pick sick of it just yeah. absolutely rinse and repeat rinse and repeat and you just you couldn't upgrade the bunker until you'd got rid of everybody in there yeah and it was just annoying and i just thought i don't need this i don't want this I've, i'm done so I got to the level 100 on the season pass and then just left it. Hmm.
1: Yeah. So look, I'm, I'm sure you'll probably jump in and have a look and then have an old review for us what, it, what it's like when it does
0: Oh, I, I, it's today, I think. So I'll be... Oh, is uh, it? I didn't think it yeah.
1: was that quick. Oh, OK. I'm, I'm sure we can have a chat later on so, or tomorrow. You can let me know.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it's... T- uh, I'm sure I won't
1: try and get sorry. <laughs> I'm trying, <laughs> but I just can't.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. So do you want to give us your news there?
1: Um... Okay, quick one, therapy. Um I'm really excited about this one. Like, I was excited about the Metro Prime games on the Switch, but this one is the King Kingdoms of Amalur. Amalur Reckonings has been announced, remastered, coming out in all formats, PS4, Xbox One. I think it's going to be on Game Pass on Xbox, which is perfect, and PC. Um, it's going to be a, a remastered one. This game was originally in 2- 2012, and it's a, an action RPG. And... Um, it's build the ideal character for the most intense combats, choosing counters kind of combinations. This one, I don't know if you've ever played in Hayden. I love this game it, when it came out originally. Um, you kind of just build your character from the ground up. You can have like Guard of War style combat with mage or magic as your, as your second backup. And you can just build them any way you want, the skills, everything. It really is a very in-depth game. Um, there's... You kind of evolve your character, your class as you play it, you know, pretty much. It, um, it, it integrated like melee, melee attack, melee attacks, and you can take out scores of enemies really quickly. Um, now, when it came out first, it flopped hugely. Um, it, it, like, it was under a lot. It, it, the company that made it actually went bankrupt um, in the end. Um, but it actually found a massive cult following then, um, and it will take hundreds of hours to finish it. It's huge. So I'm delighted. It was bought by Nordic THQ Nordic, who tend to buy up everything that's cheap. I think they tend Mm. to buy it up, and then like I think they bought the Saints Row games, or or they they released the Saints Row games again, or something. Is it they buy them and release them remastered and stuff? They're involved in that somehow as well. Um, So look, I'm delighted again. I know it's a remastered, and some people go, oh, "Why are you going past backlog game? The games." That are so old and stuff but some games are just so good you kind of have to play again i think you know it's great yeah. uh, and this one though remastered they've done i've been looking at videos and and they've they've really from what i can see they've upgraded a lot of it so i'm looking forward to it so that's a good one i think it's out in august by all accounts mm. um the next one if there's any streamers out there twitch streamers your a uh, big thing has kind of happened copyright i think it happened to youtube a while back but now it's come to twitch um Uh, um a lot of them big twitch streamers have been right strikes um multiple popular twitch streamers have been hit with dmca claims for clips they that use copyrighted music spending and i mean it's spending years of videos they have on on their sites apparently they can keep stuff on sites and stuff for longer or something i think archive Mm -hmm. them if i'm guessing it's all do a partnership and stuff um a large number of streamers have received threats uh, tre- to ban their accounts for music used from clips, some ranging far back as 2017. Uh, even one Twitch streamer um, who streams games like League of Legends had 280,000 followers on, on, on their Twitch account, which is massive, really their whole site got copyrighted and claimed, and they got they got shut down. And when they were kind of questioning it, how can they fix they were told that there was one hundred thousand clips on their account that they had to remove or delete to try and get their account back. Well,
0: so you are like, never I'm, gonna be able to do not that. Are you?
1: hope. so I'm sure like but apparently no I think it happened to YouTube there last year, the year before there was a big controversy over but now it's after hitting Twitch as well. So I suppose like just playing background music um, while you're watching, playing online like even having your TV on and stuff the algorithm is catching all that or even playing now apparently if, you, if you're if you playing a, a video game streaming you mightn't be able to play the music on it because mm. that could be copyrighted to the artists and they won't allow it so I think there's some big changes coming if you're a Twitch streamer no, I, I, I do, think, but I know you do
0: Yeah, I, I think that the problem with this
1: yeah.
0: is it'll kill it as an industry It
1: will, yeah, I agree with you
0: you know, because YouTube just got ridiculous, and it's just another way for them to not pay you any money. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: you know, for you know what was the original business model. So just turn around and said, you know, if you want to do Twitch streaming, fine, but we're not paying you any money for it. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, any revenue that we get from you doing a Twitch stream will go to pay for any copyright music or yeah. whatever. Then. Fine, I wouldn't have a problem with that. I'm sure that a lot of Twitch streamers would. But what I do have a, a problem with is just how stupid this is actually getting. Now, you know, you buy a game, it incorporates music.
1: Yeah, I agree with you.
0: Um, it, if you've bought the game, you should have the ability to, you know, play that. It's not like, the way that it's been a broadcast, is that you're going to then be able to put on a tape and record it. Well, you know what I mean, figuratively speaking. Uh, to record it to, you know, deprive that person of music, or of, you know, a, a purchase of that music, because we're never going to buy it in the first place. And I would argue that it's more likely that watching a video game with good music will Maybe actually encourage say. people to go yeah. and buy that music.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I know that happened to, it did not happen to a YouTuber when all this hit crap hit the fan with that. He actually, yeah. he was a game developer and he actually single-handedly developed his own game with his own music he, he did himself. And he was mm-hmm. playing it on a, on a stream on YouTube and he got copyrighted the whole stream and taken down. Yeah. Even though he owned every single part of the stuff that was involved in the game and stuff. Which is just taking it too far, really. Isn't it? It's just big brother, it's that big brother world again. It's wrong, like.
0: And I would know? like to know are the you know the uh, originators of the music actually getting paid? They're
1: probably not. It's probably you know.
0: Yeah. They it,
1: don't know anything about just having Twitch streaming or that kind of stuff, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and that's that would be, you know, th- then that that's fraud well, if they're I'd not have... if they not getting the money. But you know, whatever company is saying, oh, you know, you wore this for using copyrighted music and then they're charging people for it then that, that's going to be fraud
1: well i'll tell you an interesting thing now with the kingdoms of um, Amalur, the reckoning game right yeah that's been bought by thq nordic right and it's a remastered game and i was you know when you're reading stuff other stuff pop come up and it had to do with um paying royalties to people involved and stuff like you do in movies and tv shows mm that the people who are involved in making this game and spend probably how many years making it and everything across the board and all the voice acting the music everything they get nothing there's no laws in place for royalties and and copyright stuff for a game that's bought and remastered and resold all the money goes back to thq which is wrong like mm. you know so, like, that's another thing that like, people have worked hard on that stuff all those people did the coding and the programming and probably worked on bonuses and stuff and now all their work has just been bought for a pittance somebody else remastered it, and now it's been sold on and they're getting under the profits mm. it's a shame but that's the world they live in as well so isn't at the moment
0: it so, is
1: yeah so look if you're a twitch streamer um uh, not that i am i know you are but just be careful of your background music boys or girls mm. ladies just to be sure safe <laughs> and finally it's just kind of a small one but it's interesting and it's a good one for i think it's interesting the where microsoft are kind of be heading in future generation or how i think they'll be going is minecraft dungeons has finally knocked animal crossing off after a three month reign top of the nintendo ch- charts it's been number it's been number 1 since march and uh, microsoft uh, my, my, my minecraft dungeons Diablo-style game, which you've played, I haven't really jumped in yet, but I'm going to, has finally jumped in. And I think this is quite interesting because this is a Microsoft um, company. It's a Microsoft-produced game. like, And they released it in all formats, PS4, everything, and it's it's been a massive seller for them. Mm-hmm. And I just think, yes, the PlayStations are selling more consoles. Um, and, you know, has, I mean, admittedly has the better single kind of exclusive games for this generation. Fingers crossed, next one, Microsoft will... Hopefully uh, knock some of them, some of that off their perch. Um, but I think it's like it's interesting that Microsoft. It's more of again, it goes back to what I was before. I think it's more of that Microsoft environment they want everybody to get involved in. They don't really care what platform you buy the game on, as long as it's a Microsoft product and it's they're getting the money off it. And I, you know, like if if you look at the figures for last year or the, this year, it this year. Microsoft in all console gaming and, and console sold and everything. Microsoft were only like a billion, not only a billion, but one point something billion behind in total for the compared to PlayStation, and they've less than half the console sold. Like, but they're mm. selling more games. They're selling like they're they have their their Game Pass. Ten million people on that. It's just it. it I think they're moving the right direction. So again, it's just yeah. an interesting one. to See this, uh, an Xbox games number one on a, on a Switch control on a Switch box, you know, a Nintendo console.
0: Interestingly enough, I don't know whether or not you saw the uh, news article, but there was a suggestion that Game Pass might be going sort of, or the X Cloud part of it might be going yeah. towards smart TVs.
1: Yeah, I saw that in the Samsung. Yeah, um, so it'll be built in like an app that will be downloadable or something. Is it?
0: Yeah, that's out. right. Something
1: yeah, like Stadia, I'm guessing.
0: I, I, yeah, that well, that's what X Cloud is, isn't it? Yeah. it's the St- the Xbox the version of Stadia. Thing.
1: I mean, can mm. you imagine having? I, I don't have a Samsung TV myself, but it actually would make me think of if it, if it was if I was investing, I'd probably look. Well, you can get an Xbox. You can have the Xbox Cloud on your big ass TV.
0: But does that, that mean it, But does that mean it's going to be the end of consoles this generation coming?
1: No, because I think people. Still like like yourself. Still like the physical. I think there'll be as we move towards that. Eventually, I think what, what, in 20 years, where we're we going to be at, who knows, hidden. But it mm-hmm. it probably will be more of a streaming world. That more everything's at hand, instant on your phone, streaming, click button, you're streaming straight away, playing your games. Like we're definitely heading to that direction. That so. At the moment, I don't know. We'll see. I hope I'm around to see it. Let's put it that way. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you know? Definitely. Plug into the matrix it would be nice.
0: Oh, I don't know about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the news there now, and I've I have I have nothing else to add
0: unless you do. No, nope, I don't. So let's go on to the new releases then, and we've got very few. We've yeah. got. Uh, beyond blue on a pc ps4 and xbox one that's uh, from the eighth of the sixth, so from yesterday and then warborn on a pc ps4 xbox one and switch from the 12th
1: wow there's a selection
0: yeah not exactly <laughs> or inspiring is
1: it <laughs> no, it's i don't even know what two of them are i'll have to google them
0: yeah um <laughs> epic game star up well, at the moment we've got yeah. Overcooked on there on the PC.
1: That's kind of at the moment. There's nothing really else. It's all free anywhere else is there?
0: No, there's one hour. I say one day, and twenty minutes left until the unlocking of the next game, and I haven't heard what that one might be.
1: Oh yeah, actually, I haven't seen that. I, I, I is it Ark? What's the Ark Survival? I think is is supposed to eventually come out, or has that? Yeah,
0: been- I'd I'd heard that one was coming out, but I haven't uh, haven't seen anything to confirm that that's the next one that's coming. Yeah. But I've, I've had that on Game Pass for ages and it's just, it doesn't appeal to oh, me Oh, I all. tried
1: it and I literally, had, I think I did two hours of it and I'm like, oh no, this is not for me at all and off.
0: Mm. So, but
1: it, it's got a kind of good following. It does, it's, it's a big enough game.
0: Yeah, it's, it's one of those games you either love it or you hate it. Yeah,
1: definitely Marmois, I agree with you there.
0: Mm. So, do you want to do uh, what uh, games you played this week?
1: Yeah, I'll be quick. I, think I, I, um, I spoke about Assassin's Creed. Now the biggest takeaway I've taken from Assassin's Creed for me, as I went into my 120 hours or whatever, and I think it's the most, and it's probably a small thing that a lot of people are looking forward to. In the next generations, I'm really, really looking forward to the to the quality of life stuff in of the fast travel, of the loading of games, mm. all that kind of stuff. I was get. It got to the stage where like, I had the whole map opened up and I had every single thing synchronized. and lo- So then I was just kind of just jumping all over the map doing fast saves or you know, fast travel, you know, because I, I was just finishing off the last few missions, quests, Odyssey quests that I had to do in the open world. Um, and I was just sitting there for so long, just waiting for the game to load. And some maps would take longer to load than others. Yes, and I kept, definitely. I, I kept thinking to myself, like, if, this, if what I've seen on on the videos and the Microsoft showing what they've shown. And I'm hoping PlayStation as well. They, they've shown a brief, like with the Spider-Man stuff, this zero point something second loading and all this. And if that's true, that's me day one. sold. even at that, I'm delighted. Mm. You know, I would actually invest money on an, an SS on the wonder. I think the Microsoft are releasing those like SSS drives for the back of it, SSD drives going to the back of it. Yeah. They're probably going to be very expensive, but if it keeps the speed up rather than having a normal, which a normal hard drive in the back of it which won't load as fast i'm going to um i'll invest in those because Mm. it really it really did irritate i was like i was clicking load and i was walking away and coming back i was getting a drink in the kitchen and i was finding myself on the phone and it got very frustrating but i loved the game it 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 was just the storyline was fantastic i kind of went down i don't know if there's different endings but i don't think there is I kind of followed always the family line the whole way through us when you're asked kind of certain times about questions and you respond. And I always respond that I'm looking, I did it for my father or I did it for my mother. or You know, I always went down the family line and I always tried to help people. I played it kind of that way. So that was good. So that's done. And then for something different, the PlayStation obviously did great games this month. I have to give it to them. Um, I jumped on um, Battlefront Star Wars too. And I straight away without the messenger to you, I was so blown away by it, how good it was. Yeah. Uh, And then I was having the first dilemma. I couldn't decide to play a first person or third person because both of them were so good. But then I discovered you can press down on the D-pad and you can switch between them instantly. So Mm. if you hold it, I was delighted then because when you're a third person, the the gunplay is not as accurate. You think you're around the corner shooting and then you end up shooting the wall, you know. So where if you go to first person, it's dead on accurate. Yeah. So I loved it. So, I did the first two levels and I went, oh, man, I really want to play this on the Xbox. So I got a month free on EA Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Or EA. It cost me 99 cents to get it on CD keys. They were doing an offer. Yeah. So I got a month one and I downloaded it. And I did the first three four levels. I mean, like I'm in space now in the TIE Fighter. I, near, I literally, my wife was, it was so funny. Because my wife was in the couch behind me. As I, mm-hmm. And I took off in the TIE Fighter. And I went, oh, I'd love you could play the TIE Fighter in space. And the next minute, it just went and you were flying the TIE Fighter. And it looked so good, Hayden. It and does. It con- I looked, and it controlled so well. And I literally made this weird, like, weird noise, like, yelp, kind of noise. And she started laughing. She said, she's never scared me. I said, I'm in, in a Star Wars TIE Fighter with all the sounds and all the, the noises and the pew 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 noises I was so excited <laughs> I was like a five year old again
0: I'll tell um, you what if you play the multiplayer you can play the Millennium Falcon
1: oh I, I have to try it uh, but visually it's stunning it is I have, I have in a 4K now and I did a research and apparently it play it, it's visually better on the Xbox but it plays a little bit better on PlayStation frame rate rise I don't care about the frame rate at the moment because um, it looks so good like, those forest sections were stunning. They were. The only thing I did notice was that when you were zooming in for your shooting, John, like doing sniper shots and stuff, the characters that you zoomed in were very, very poor looking. Mm. I had to let you notice that. And This game, got 2016, 2015? It's an old game. But I'm loving it. I know it's only a short game, and I'm about four hours in, and it's been so much fun. And I... I mean, I know it got knocked when it came out. That's one of the reasons I didn't play it, because it got so negative towards it. And I tried the first level before, and it just, I didn't. And now what I did is I switched off the motion blur. I switched off the grain, the film grain. I switched off the head bob, and I switched off all that stuff. And I just have smooth, like the cinema lens, they had another thing like that. And I just have 4K stunning looking smooth graphics. And it's like, I just take my time going through it. I'm loving it. So that's been kind of revelation. I'm going to finish it tonight, hopefully, or tomorrow. So it's been great.
0: Yeah, it's only about six hours or yeah. so. The, I think I'm like uh, three
1: hours in, three and a half hours in. Yeah. So. And the story's not bad, Hayden. I have
0: to no, say, it's you know, good. And it and also links in with um, the the main, you know, the yeah. uh, sequel trilogy. Because yes, I, I don't I know. That. You know when you're looking for the compass? Yes that compass is actually in the force awakens yeah or not uh, the force awakens uh the last jedi
1: the last jedi i'm kind of getting vibes like that and the cutscenes are very well done yeah in a they like the motion capture of their faces and stuff i think they use the frostbite engine that the ea have or some ea use for a lot of their gaming stuff and, or for their football Madden football and stuff yeah, that's a good engine they use for that. They use it for battle, the battlefront games, the war one yes well. So I downloaded that as well. Um, Battlefield Five or whatever it's called, the war one. Yeah. Is five is it? Uh,
0: yes, it's the first the no Battlefield One isn't it? It's the First World War one.
1: Yes, I had that and I enjoyed that. And then there's a new one. That's, well, the next one of that. There's another one that came out recently. Is it Battlefield Five? Is it? There's two World War ones after coming out.
0: Uh.
1: I'm sorry. No, I downloaded both of them, and I said I'll mm. finish them in a month for ninety-nine cent. That's for that's a bargain, if ever there was. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, there are my two games I'm playing. Um, I'm gonna jump on. Um, I have what Last of Us two pre-ordered. Um, to get that in the nineteenth, I'm looking forward to that. I'll probably. I kind of want to get that done and, and played before too much spoilers come out. You know, because that's pretty much just one in one one playthrough kind of game, single player. Yeah. So I kind of want to. Uh, just play it and not have too much stuff on Twitter or listen to podcasts, spoiling and stuff. So, that's my plan
0: I, that. I take it that's disc version that you've ordered.
1: Yes, because you know I like to... I, I, I like, yeah. Because of my finances, I, I, you know, resell them and get the next game. You know? Mm. I have two yeah. girls, but through college, Aidan. <laughs>
0: that's going to be expensive.
1: Oh, yeah. 20 grand a year, man, for the next three years. <sighs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Godhead Don't ever that. Don't ever that but
1: no, I have one daughter who's an accountant and qualified now and she's doing, have been, has a great career ahead of her. So if I can get, and these two want to be, one's already, a, she's in college already to be a nurse and my other daughter is, go, uh, is going as well to be an intellectual nurse as well. So if I can do that and, and I have three daughters in, in the workplace and, and giving back to, to the country, I'll, I'll be a very proud person, you know? Yeah. So... And just Brilliant. think how rich, how rich I'll be when they're finally finished. I'll have all that money extra to do what I want with. Oh yeah, you're
0: gonna <laughs> be. You're, you're gonna have an Uber PC. And...
1: Oh yeah. Oh, I'll have some set up then, Hayden. Honestly, I'll be fifty-one, and I've already said the wife. I'll be just that first month after they're finished college, and we don't have to do the first payment. All that money is going to some setup, a proper setup.
0: Mm. <laughs> I don't. I don't blame you at all. No. I yeah, brilliant.
1: And, ho- and hopefully they have jobs they can help me pay for it as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, if they come home, then they can start paying rent, can't they?
1: Yeah, well, hopefully they won't come home. I want the most.
0: All right, fair <laughs> enough.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, what about yourself, Hayden? What have you been
0: playing? Well, I haven't had much chance for playing much, but what I have played is Minecraft Dungeons. Mm. So, obviously, as you said before, this is uh, the game that is... Uh, based on Minecraft, and it's developed by Mahjong Studios uh, and Double Eleven um, and published by Xbox Game Studios, and it is a spin-off of Minecraft. It's been released on the Switch, PlayStation 4, uh, Windows, and Xbox One on the 26th of May, so it's been out for a couple of uh, weeks now, and obviously it is free on Game Pass to xbox and pc users otherwise i think it's about 16 pounds i don't think it's a lot of money
1: that's not a bad price is
0: it yeah i saw it on you know an offer for 16 pounds on playstation 4 so
1: because they could have they could have put a bit of a tax on it Nintendo's 15 or 16 pounds as well yeah that minecraft name card has a lot of weight you know
0: Mm -hmm. definitely
1: oh fair play to them for that i think
0: yeah so playing this game you can't help but compare it to diablo As you know, you've already said, but this is a much more kid friendly, uh, dumbed down version of the game. But that's not to say that it's not good. Story wise, you make your way through various dungeons to uh, defeat the uh, evil uh, Illiger and uh, the minions uh, he has summoned. And there are nine levels uh, with which to clearly, you know, which all have a clearly distinct sort of uh, enemies you know, an environments and that, and the enemies will increase in intensity and creativity as you go up through all of the levels. Um, After a couple of levels, it does get to be a little bit repetitive. You know, it's like there's not much new to do, uh, but it will definitely please Minecraft fans, I would say. Uh, But the game is, you know, a very much uh, uh, a lather, rinse and repeat with the, you know, the levels mostly with the same type of battles, you know, every few levels, you've got a, a, a boss to go against and all that sort of thing. The co-op in the game adds a little bit more, um, extra to the exploration and enjoyment because obviously you can team up there and, uh, attack the levels differently. Random early generated levels add to replay value for the game as well. And the combat is considering very tight. Yeah. Um, but, like I said, it's quite a short, repetitive game. Right. So, it's a, it's a plus. If you've got it on Game Pass, definitely play it. You know, it's well worth it. Um And it, it's just a bit of fun, but it's it doesn't uh, come close to toppling the almighty Diablo.
1: I think there's I DLC coming out this month as well, isn't
0: there? I think that there is, yeah. So... You know, if maybe that's the plan, is you know, have a short game but then keep releasing all of the DLC yeah. afterwards.
1: Which is kind Which of my, be... yeah, Minecraft formula, really, isn't it? With their other, with the main Minecraft game. Yes. Yeah,
0: They're it is.
1: releasing add ons and skins and that kind of stuff. So that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Did you enjoy it?
0: Oh, yeah. I've enjoyed what I've played a bit so far. Right. Um, you know, the, the, the interface is quite intuitive. It, you know, it's really easy to uh, know about what is the best armor or weapon to put on if something's more powerful, because it's very clear little indicators of, you know, a green triangle pushing up or a a red triangle pushing down to indicate whether something's better or worse.
1: Oh, I like that, yeah.
0: All all of that, you know, so it just makes it really easy. And then there's also the power levels that show, you know, what um, sort of like combat rating stuff has and all of that as well. It's quite humorous in a way, you know, when you're looking at it, playing it. There's a lot of uh, cues that are taken from Diablo. You know, it it is a bit of a clone of that. The one thing that I haven't noticed that you can do it, and I'm surprised that you can't, is because it's that four... Well, it's that isometric sort of view, but you can't spin it around. You know, like you can on XCOM and things like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The camera, yeah yeah whereas you don't seem to be able to on on this it's like stuck in that one position much like it is in diablo yeah which i think is a bit of a shame because sometimes stuff's hidden behind trees and uh things like that in the game and it would have just been nice to be able to just change your view and maybe you know have that as part of the the gameplay mechanic of finding things by the fact that they're hidden within the scenery yeah but you know there's on levels, there's like so many chests to open, stuff like that. The dungeons are procedurally gi- driven. They seem to be absolutely massive when you go into a into a dungeon. They seem to be never ended In a matter of fact, right? Uh, but uh, yeah, so it, it's it's not bad. It's better than I thought it would be, but it's not it's not the master of its game or of its genre. Okay, that's what I would say. So other than that. I haven't really played very much this week, surprisingly enough. So
1: that what I was going to say, geez. I know, I know. I have a chance <laughs> to catch you in the achievements. I, I'm only a couple of thousand behind you, know, though. <laughs> a couple,
0: hun- couple of hundred thousand.
1: No, I'm saying for the month. <laughs> for June. Are you? Are you well, sure? I, I don't know. I, I've got, um, I got a couple of for Assassin's Creed, so I've definitely. How many are you at this month?
0: Uh, my achievement so far this month is 1785
1: so I'm only what a thousand behind you for the month so far <laughs> <laughs> I finished the game it doesn't matter
0: <laughs> I take- uh, that, that that's the achievement of finishing a game and especially a game like um,
1: oh, Assassin's
0: Creed because love that this. is absolutely massive and it wait. is a really really good game yeah
1: I can't wait yeah. for um, Valhalla cannot wait
0: no, neither can I. It looks my fantastic.
1: its Vikings history, movies, TV shows, everything across the board. There's a massive um, culture here about like in Ireland about Vikings and stuff. I love it, like.
0: Well, you've got the hair colour and the beard to match it. That's so true. You as well, I'll, have so. to, I'll
1: have to make my character look like me, you now.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. If you can customise your character, I can. Ju- I can just see you oh. running around there. But you can't be counting your steps running in the game as part of your (laughs) running as well. (laughs) All right, let's move on to uh, Movies TV and Streaming. All right, so Movies TV and Streaming. And Alan, I'll hand (laughs) it over to you for the news.
1: I seem to be the news guy on the podcast. Um, this one kind of broke last night and I think it kind of shocked all of us didn't it really yeah it did um, it's a bit sad really but you know it's the way the world is is heading um, if there's any um, Flash fans out there the TV show I'm talking about um, the actor from the show has one of the actors from the show has been fired because of offensive tweets uh, the Flash showrunner Eric Wallace confirms Hartley Sawyer has been fired after fans uncovered several offensive tweets made by the actor on Twitter the Flash showrunner um, confirmed, he won't be returning for season seven of the popular DC superhero show. Uh, he, the character he played was Ralph Dibney and I actually really liked the character, the elongated man. Never like the name though, I will say. Um, and the Flash, and he became a regular in kind of 2018. Mm. Um, the post broke, um, and it's really kind of sad to see, uh, especially during uh, the global Black Life Matters protests that are going on at the moment. There's a lot of... So you have to be... Even today, I know I saw Little Britain have taken down every single bit of the their stuff that they did, you know, with blackening of faces and stuff. Sorry, yeah. know if I don't want to offend anybody saying the wrong thing, but um, they've taken down all their stuff, their sketches and everything that they did online. And anywhere you can't find it anywhere anymore. Um, so... The tweets um, were posted, which is very strange. Like people actually went looking for it. The, they must have in 2011 to 2014 before he was even on the show. He was 26 years old. Um, he 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 has deleted the account and apologized on Instagram for it. But screenshots were obviously taken before, which people do were taken straight away and were posted on social medias and. One of his tweets were said to, that if he had a wife, he would have beat the hell out of her, and there are quite offensive tweets. I read a few of them, and it actually surprised me because he comes. It just goes to show you don't really know no. what's going on with people. You kind of see people on TV and you see them as one way, but I'm guessing you know behind closed doors, people are different. So yeah. they're really disturbing tweets. It's kind of sad, really, because I, I have to say he he's a massive character on the show, and um. It's a shame, really, that he won't be returning. But I, am I, I, fully behind what you know, what the, the show, or the company have done, or the TV series companies have done. You know, they are not taking it, and you're they're, they're finished.
0: I agree with that. Um, mm. Be so, interested yeah. to see if they actually write out his character, or
1: I they, think they just
0: change the actor.
1: No, they, 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 from what I've seen now, from recently today, they're just going to write him out of like kill him off or do something. You know, or that he's gonna. Doing something else in the world, um, which which actually leads me nicely into um the new Batman stuff or the Batwoman stuff that we were speaking about. It was the last week, or the week before. Yeah. Um, the showrunner reveals that um they're not going to recast recast the character. Um, I like make sure I get this right. Um, I, like someone that's just coming in as as Ruby Rose or somebody else is coming in as Batwoman. They're going to um let me get this right now. The Batman duo. Um, it was announced that a new lead character will be hired for season two. Batman showrunner uh, Caroline Dries said they were originally going to replace Kane, but decided to go in a different direction, not like the soap opera direction, um, where um, they decided to reboost Batwoman. So they're going to basically have a new character come in and take up the mantle as Batwoman, instead of taking up, coming in as Ruby again, if that makes sense.
0: I so, have a feeling I know who that'll be.
1: Do you know who? So I was thinking someone from the Arrowverse is what uh, I was thinking.
0: No, do you remember the episode where Alfred's granddaughter or daughter oh, turned yes. up? I reckon uh, it might be yeah. her because she be was good. that sort of action sort of character, wasn't she?
1: And she actually becomes Batwoman in in the comics as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that would make sense.
1: Yes, but yeah, she turns up in the episode of Batwoman. Yeah, that actually is a good point.
0: I never yeah. Thought
1: that. So I think it's good. At least they're not going to recast just somebody else to play. They add the character, Ruby Rose, they're going to bring somebody else to step in and take up the mantle of Batwoman, you know? Mm-hmm. And kind of... So I think it's good. I mean, again, I'm not the biggest fan of the show, but it's actually a very well-received show. It's high ratings and stuff. So, I, again, maybe the new character might draw me back in. I think characters, you know, I, I, didn't, I never really like I don't really like the actress that plays that Batwoman, you know. Yeah. I've seen another stuff and she's I, I, you know, she's kinda of marmite for me. Um the next big one not big one, but the next one is There's a new Evil Dead movie's on the way. A new director's been picked by Sam Rennie. Um the title of the movie is going to be called Evil Dead Now. But unfortunately, Bruce Campbell is gonna have nothing to do with us. So for me, it's just not gonna be an Evil Dead movie. And it's gonna yeah. have nothing to do with the Evil Dead reboot that happened recently as well, which is terrible which is a mm. very bad reboot, but they're going to kind of do a new brand new story in the evil dead world. I mean, if you, and anyone hasn't seen the three seasons of the TV show, you've missed out one of the best TV shows. And I was so disappointed when that got canceled because it was fantastic. Bruce Campbell is evil dead. That's the end of it, you know? I yeah.
0: Mean, you, you can't. It, no. It's, no, 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 it, it just doesn't work. No, it'd be, it'd be like, um, reshooting the Avengers without, um, you know, Iron Man in it or yeah. something
1: like that. Yeah. Tony Stark? Is, without yeah. um, Robbie Don Jr. is Iron Man. He is Iron Man. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. there's certain characters are just, there's certain roles. I know it's typecasting and he did Bruce Campbell. I know he did find it very difficult to kind of break that character for a long time. And eventually he did. He had a very good career on TV shows and stuff. And then he made a great movie um, kind of playing himself, Bruce Campbell. I don't know if you've ever seen it, it's a fantastic movie, any kind, yeah, kind of a, a self-documentary. It's very good, like.
0: And it's also the TV series as well, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I was saying, dude, the read did for it. three seasons? That's fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Just, if you love that, that that style of writing, and the quick dark humour, and the quick kind of one-liners, and he used to do, and give me some sugar baby, the kind of style, It that's through the whole three seasons, like, and the gore, and the fighting, ugh. Oh, for me I think it's dead in the water straight away but then again I, I'm just one person I could be wrong you know nah, it's dead
0: in the water I think I, think so I agree, too. I agree. Totally. the next
1: one is a bit of a shocker and I researched it and apparently it, it's been confirmed and it's true so um, new news for the 007 uh, James Bond movie is that um, Daniel Craig as we know it's, he's, he's starring and this is going to be his final one well he says it is
0: um, do apparent- get spoilers, spoilers.
1: Oh yeah, sorry. There's going to be spoilers for the um, on this quick news. Um, if you don't want to hear us, um, right? So I'll go. He. It's just been revealed that he's going to have a five-year-old daughter, um, and he's going to be a doting father. Um, apparently, the mother is an, for another double, double O agent, a doctor, Madeline Swan is her name, um, and I think again it goes to the the way the world is moving forward, kind of taking. The James Bond character out of this jumping from bed to bed from woman to woman and kind of making him more family oriented grounded and and you know. So it's an interesting I don't know how it'll change the character or what it'll do, but I'm sure it'll I'm looking forward to the movie anyway. So
0: Well Madeleine Swan, she was the woman he ran off with at the end of the yes, last movie, wasn't he? That's correct. Wasn't she? Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. So the show obviously or the movies obviously is picking up five years later. So, there's not much really information out yet about us. I think it's due out in November, December, is it? No?
0: Uh, I, I thought well, they pushed it back until next year now.
1: Oh, is it going next year now? Oh, well.
0: Well, that's what I'd heard. But, you know, if coronavirus picks up, you know, or g- goes away, then we might be able to uh, see it earlier. But, who knows? Well,
1: it'll be interesting to see what to do with the character who now has a family to, to <sighs> so, we'll do,
0: do, do Do you honestly think this is a good idea, though?
1: Um, I'm. I don't know. I the character is so. It's such. How I say it? It's such an old an old fashioned character. Still, really isn't it hidden.
0: does That yeah. makes
1: sense. And like, I think they they have changed a little bit over the years as these movies have been made. But he's always had that womanizing way and this bravado. I think. I I don't know. I'm fifty fifty. It's hard for me to say. What about yourself? <sighs>
0: I don't feel like James Bond has been James Bond this entire Daniel Craig time frame. No. Personally, they, they, they've made him more into Jason Bond than into James Bond. Yeah,
1: I agree with you there.
0: And that is not the James Bond that I personally want to see. You know, I like the old-fashioned sort of James Bonds where, you know, um, he always had a quick quip for, yeah. you know, any situation – where the bad guys were always wanting world domination and they always had a great big, you know, off-layer that they could, you know, like in a volcano or an Atlantis or, you know, a space station, whatever it is. They always had these great big ornate things and, you know, just that whole formula of having these great ornate plans to um, take over the world, which only James Bond can stop and all of that and... He did get a bit ridiculous with under Pierce Brosley with the the vanish. That was the yeah that
1: was the,
0: that was a killing blow for Bond for a lot of years. Yeah, but um, I when you look back, I think Muir had the best stories.
1: Agree with you, yeah.
0: You know, especially earlier on, a lot of people evidently didn't like the man with the golden gun. I liked that. That I was a change of pace, but yeah, it was a good change of pace with James Bond. But then,
1: that
0: one, yeah. It heated up with. You know the spy who loved uh, who loved me, and then Moonraker, and then it kind of like dipped downhill after that. Yeah. But Never Let Die, that was another great one, as well. Yeah. You know, You Only Live Twice, brilliant movie. I know that that's Connery, and Goldfinger. That they were, they're the bonds that I want to see, but I want to see a modern one.
1: Yeah.
0: Of that, that that's what I want to see. I don't want to see Jason Bond being called James Bond. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly what we got under Daniel Craig, and I think that this is just another thing where they're just trying to they're trying to change the core of the character. You know, we've had all of this. In, will James Bond be a woman? Well, no, because he's James Bond, not yes, you know, Jamie Bond.
1: But from what we've seen from this movie, they're 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 putting in a, a female double sevens like towards yeah. the end of it. Well, uh, I think they're feeling up for the next one, maybe.
0: But this is, this is exactly what I've always said about James Bond. Mm. Is, are you talking about when you have a James Bond movie, is it James Bond or is it 007? Yeah. Because James Bond is a character. And that character is a Scottish white male who is a womanizer, has a drink problem and always yeah. has a... That is yeah. who James Bond is. That's the way he's wrote in the books that's the way his character has been established over 50 years yeah Mm. 007 is a code name for an agent yeah not necessarily james bond so i have no problem with 007 being somebody other than james bond
1: Mm.
0: but i have a problem with someone being james bond who is other than james bond do you know what i mean
1: i do yeah
0: yeah and i I don't mean that insult into any anybody of any any background at all it is just that is the character you know i i always think
1: that character that character won't survive anymore in this as we move forward in in the direction we're heading so I, I can understand why they're making changes. And I, I don't mind them. I mean, things have to grow and move forward. Yeah. So maybe we have to do the same, Hayden. You know, maybe we just have to take and, and just hopefully they get it right. That's all we can do. The next one.
0: Yeah. But I, I just think they should just ditch James Bond and just have the brand to be 007. Mm. And then they can change the characters. For no, all from what
1: they go together, though, Hayden. When you think of butter, you think of bread. When you think of James Bond, you think 007. You know, they're definitely they're connected. Like you can't. Yeah,
0: but but people. like you said, it has to, you know, it has to um, develop. So you can't have James Bond if James Bond is a female. Mm. So if they wanted to make you a female James Bond. Bond, you could have yeah, Jane Bond, <laughs> but that Jane Bond is not going to be James Bond. Yeah. So and and that's what I mean. So mm. change change the character, don't change the designation. That's the, that's the way around that they should do it and then they can have whoever they like as 007 and I am absolutely fine with that don't have yeah. a problem with that at all I think that, that that is the way that they should take the franchise now I think James Bond is coming to an end yeah look it, it.
1: it's interesting look it's just it's, it's a, we'll see what happens it. Just... yeah and um, it's
0: amazing how, how passionate people get about this oh yeah
1: I should can hear with you as well even you talking about it yeah
0: as you can
1: hear your voice the older generation
0: (laughs) well it it is but you know you have to let it go
1: sometimes though don't you
0: yeah yeah you know the Mm. the world's not necessarily for us anymore No, but you know it's just I, i don't know i i i tend to think that changing something to fit you know, a a certain thing is more insulting than writing something new and fresh for for it instead.
1: Yeah, I know where you're coming from, but Do you know,
0: because it, it, hmm. it kind of like feels like a hand me down rather than you've got your own thing, and yeah. and that's what I think that should be happening. That's why I think that that way of doing Bond in the future would work, and then it doesn't matter what actor takes the part. Yeah, man, woman, you know, whatever. So. Yeah. You know, but that, that would be how I would do it if I was uh, one of the broccolis, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm not, obviously.
1: All right. And uh, finally a final bit of news just kind of got announced an hour or two ago, and so I threw it in here. And it's actually for me, it's great news. and I know Hayden's looks like it as well, is that the uh, Kenner Reeves and Alec Winter, who are the first official trailer for Bill and Ted Face the Music, has released. Um so for what we get for the high stake the, the stakes are higher than ever for the time traveling exploits of Bill S. Preston Esquire and Theodore Ted Logan yet to fulfil the rock yet to ful- fulfill their rock and roll destiny. The now middle-aged best friends set out a new adventure when a visitor from the future warns them that the only only their song can save the li- save life as we know it. Along the way, they will be helped by their daughters, more daughters. Again, it seems to be a daughter-centric podcast this week. Mm. Their daughters a new batch of historical figures and a few new music legends to seek the song that will set the world right and bring harmony to the universe. I watched the trailer, and I'm not joking. These guys are, like, Keanu Reeves is 54 this year, I think. Yeah. And um, Alec Winter... Hasn't aged great. I mean, he he still looks. He looks like a kind of a, a young, a bit like Solskjaer from that's a sports reference Snowhead ahead. Solskjaer from Man United. He looks, you know, he looks like a baby, like a, a kid, even though he's nearly fifty. Do you know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> but their the voices and the, the their actions and the yo do, do it, it, the mannerisms. It just gave me goosebumps. It was fantastic. It's it was all, uh, perfect. It's like they never skipped a beat. I have to say, I'm so excited for this movie. I really am. Like, I um,
0: really can't wait for it either. I
1: can't. I can't wait. I think. I, I fingers crossed. It's like it just. It's going to be. like the other two are so good. You know. Yeah. They're, they're stupid, but they're just so good. You know what I mean?
0: Well, it is. It's just that sort of like very uh, pure sort of humor, isn't it? It's yeah. just a Bit, awesome. a bit, of, bit of saps, a bit of silliness. It's just all thrown in there and it just works yeah and i think a lot of that is to do with just how well that they portray those characters
1: yeah and you know, um, from the trailer as well they've spent a bit of money in it it yeah.
0: looks
1: like it, has, it looks good i'm really excited for it and it was just nice anyone like if you haven't seen it by the time you listen to the podcast just google the bill and ted trailer and have a quick look if you're a fan I'm going to actually, I have the first two movies, I'm going to watch them again, because I, I enjoy the trailer so much, and I haven't watched them for so long, mm. I'm going to throw them on again and have a look, you know,
0: Yeah. I love, so,
1: that's all the news I've seen so far, Um, this week, so.
0: Okay, uh, well in that case then, we'll go on to the Blu-ray DVD releases, so, from uh, this week, we've got Bloodshot on Blu-ray, 4K Blu-ray DVD, we've got Rawhide, the complete collection, <laughs> Um, that's on DVD. Sonic the Hedgehog 2020, Blu-ray, 4K Blu-ray and DVD. The Iron Mask on Blu-ray and DVD. The Rising of Shield Hero uh, Season 1 Part 1 on Blu-ray and DVD and Mm. Blu-ray Limited Edition Steelbook. We've Mm. got Top Gun on 4K Blu-ray as well. And War of the Worlds, the 2005 um, edition on 4K Blu-ray also.
1: That's 2005.
0: Bloody hell! I know. That, and yet I Tom Cruise still the same. looks the same age.
1: Identical. He. he that's I, I, I Scientology.
0: Think must pickle him. I think they must pickle him in between movies, though.
1: Maybe, maybe the Scientology is true under his aliens. I don't know.
0: Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? You, you can't beat a couple of tablets that sent down from heaven to yeah. you know tell you the future, can you? Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, do you want to do the Blu-ray DVD chat?
1: I will. Um, in at number five, down from number two is a terrible Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. In at number four is Little Women, which I've watched. It's actually a very good movie. I watched my daughters. I really enjoyed it. Um, then in number three is Bad Boys 2 and Bad Boys for Life. Down from number one is 1917 and in at number one is Bad Boys for Life as well. Oh, it must be a box set, sorry, for number three. Yeah. So Bad Boys is selling well. I think they really benefited from the pandemic
0: i think they probably did Mm, which you know so that's okay so what have you been watching then
1: um i just two seconds now scroll down right i have the first movie i watched it just came out on netflix um a couple days ago the last days of american crime as i said it's on netflix and again spoiler alert this is another case of a trailer being better than the
0: movie. Ah, um, oh, right, okay, because I've been looking at this and I'm thinking I might watch that.
1: Oh, yeah. you, I don't think you will. So, the basic premise is, in the near future, um, where a simple sing, sing, signal can now curtail anti-criminal activity, um, a low-life criminal, Graham, I, I mean, that's an awful name for, for a, a, a character, Graham joins forces with a gangster's son called Kevin, and their hacker fiance Shelby to pull off a heist worth 30 billion before the high pitched wine is broadcast that's the basic premise so it's kind of they want one last criminal heist before no one can commit any more crimes again in, in America okay. now this is built on a graphic novel which i've actually read it's actually a very good good graphic novel the premise is built on a frequency that blocks the synapses making it impossible for anyone to commit a crime this has seen rights taking place in America, uh, taking a stance on... Which, actually, it's funny how they timed it for what's going on there at the moment, because it's very similar. They're, they're fighting against the play state, um, saying that this is against their rights for this signal to be released, so no one... Like, they have control over their population. Um, so, in steps, this small little kind of... This Kevin, he's a small little time hood, and he's his hacker girlfriend, and they, in, they get... Involve Graham to do the heist um, just before the signal is activated um, because everyone's kind of off guard or they're not kind of like watching stuff because they know like by tomorrow it's going to be no one can commit a crime so it's really the last um, crime so far so good routine action flick you think yeah it's going to be gone it should move forward into a kind of a fun heist movie territory there's like double crosses and triple crosses um, then you know the new government—they found a new way to a radio signal to stop the Americans and make everyone peaceful. Kind of short circuiting the brain. It's di- now this is the funny part because it's directed by Oliver Megaton, and when I heard that, I was kind of—I'm terminal at of names, so I apologize. I was like, I know that name for Summer and he's a very famous for director for all the wrong reasons, is because he directed *Taken and Three. <laughs> Right, mm-hmm. and, and in, in Taken 3, there's a very famous shot of Liam Neeson jumping over a fence. I don't know, have you ever seen Taken Tree if you ever remember it? He actually used 15 cameras <laughs> for that one shot. And then he stitched it all together for a kind of a four or five second action sequence. Now, why it's famous is because it looks like he's kind of doing a matrix effect of, of <laughs> Liam Neeson jumping over a fence. And it actually has become uh, like a teaching method online. And people actually talk a lot about us. And I was watching the movie and I kept getting all these moments of someone shooting a gun. And then, like, one shot, you'd have 10 different angles. And it was jumping all over the place. And it was just terrible. And when I checked the name, then I went, oh, right, it's the same it's director. Yeah. It's it's terrible. It's two and a half hours long of nonsense. It's just mm-hmm it's a very very poor movie it's badly acted it's it drags it's it drains any reason for you to get invested in it it's it's a bit gory it's like it's just dumb i was so disappointed i was so looking forward to this movie and it's again it's a case of good material from the graphic novel because the graphic novel is actually very good taken into by a director and by a writer and it would just it just didn't like it's two and, a half, and it's two and a half hours. I was like, I thought actually it was five hours long. I thought it would never end. Very disappointing. I wouldn't. I'd give it a one out of five. Um, I wouldn't really waste my time watching it again. Uh, every, my opinions are subjective, Hayden. You know what I mean? Uh, we all like what we like as well. Someone might think this is a great movie and thoroughly enjoy it. Um, I didn't. <laughs> I and I yeah. was disappointed because the trailer is actually really good, and there's actually really good actors in it as well. Um. So that's that. The next one I watched, uh, I started it, but I finally got around to finishing it. It's called The Platform. It's a Spanish movie and it's on Netflix. This is a very, very interesting movie. And it really, again, kind of takes you to the social nature of people and how they treat people. It's very interesting. It's a kind of the premise of the movie is it's an everyday, everyday a platform covered in Loads and loads of food, like a a sumptuous feast, like it's like a big table and it's full to the brim of food, and it's presented to a prison tower at the top of the tower, which has you really never really find out how many floors there is. It's like,
0: oh, I've seen this one. Yeah,
1: like and it
0: gets slowed down as people eat it as it goes down.
1: That's correct. The inmates on each floor then must must eat what they like then leave the rest for the floors below so it's kind of greed and selfishness are rife but there's a so like as it goes down so if you're at the bottom you're like there's nothing left for you so you're starving now for me it has it really is an ingenious simple premise so the character wakes up in a concrete room in the center of the floor and a ceiling uh, and rectangular holes in the ceilings you know through which he can see other identical rooms going up and going down, stretching in both directions. Uh, You never really see how many floors are there. Each room contains kind of two characters, two people. In this case, he's got an older man these are Spanish names, so I apologize. I can't really pronounce it. Trim Gassi, I think I said his name. He was kind of a nice, a smirkly, cruel old man. He kind of explains the plot, or explains what's happening here. Like I said, every day a platform goes number one. Once floor inhabitants have eaten their fill, the platform goes number two. They eat their fill. platform's lower. They were on floor Ace 48, and I'm in the movie. So they had a tiny bit of food left in it. For me the film hides makes no attempts kinda hide that social metaphor in the story. There's like if every floor choose as the way I read looked at it, if every floor kinda choose to eat just what they wanted, not take too much, everybody all the way down would have just would have enough food and everything everybody would be like happy they'd have enough food. You know, so it's that social kind of that kind of that's an interesting metaphor I thought. But what happens is like once a month then they were, once a, and then the they are sent to new floors every month. So one month you could be feasting and the next month you could be starving. Yeah. So the people who were starving kind of had sharp memories or the people, you know, so they'd find themselves suddenly elevated to the top floor and they were gorging and they were, they didn't give a damn about the people who were starving. Who you? And they used to be complaining like those bastards, sorry, of course, those bastards who left them with nothing, but they were doing the same a month earlier yeah so, so it was a very interesting metaphor there i thought you know
0: and some of a bit like pee on the food as it was yeah, going down and stuff exactly. like that as well
1: yeah so it was interesting how it kind of interesting taking human nature he volunteered to be in there you don't really find out much about each character's um little kind of trivial things as the movie goes on um it is subtitles but you can get in english dubbed if you want um no the, i thought it was very funny they showed like the each each inmate could bring one item into the into the into the tower with them when they went in, and mm. some people brought weapons. Some people, like our character brought a, a, a Goring, I think he, Goring, I think his name was. It's a French name. I apologize again. Um, he he brought in a book. which shows he was kind of an optimist. He kind of you know he, he kind of came across as an optimist. I thought one woman brought her dog her dog because she was lonely. Didn't you see one guy brought a surfboard? Like you know it was just... no. What I found, I really enjoyed it. I have to say it, it, it was kind of hard watching at times. It, it, it's it's an interesting movie, you know. Um, it it charges towards the ending like and like for optimism for people and uh, tr- you know uh, i enjoyed it i i like this i love foreign movie- movies anyway you know me i enjoy foreign movies um i'm not a big fan of the spanish language i will say there's some languages and i don't want to be disrespectful either there's some languages that are foreign that you can kind of watch more easier if it's subtitles but mm-hmm. i find the spanish language is, is a very fast talking language and you know, the acting and stuff. Like I, I watched all four seasons of um, Money Heist, which is one of my favorite TV shows. I loved it. And it's a Spanish movie as well. And I tried doing the first season with the, the real actors and other real voices and subtitles that I just couldn't take to it. So I switched to dubbing, which is always a bit strange as well. But anyway, I enjoyed this. It's an interesting take on, on, on the, that, 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 that idea of people, how they treat each other. I thought. Yeah. I saw it. Yeah. So the-
0: yeah. It's, it's an interesting kind of like psychological study, basically. Yes. Yeah, because I, I, I watched this as well uh, a, a, a quite a while ago now because it's mm-hmm. been on Netflix for a bit. And um, I really, really enjoyed this. I must admit, I just went straight to the dubbing because yeah. I don't do subtitles I on do fil- films. I don't enjoy watching films with subtitles. Um, but what this film reminded me of was Cuban, Hypercube. Yeah, if seen those. I agree with you there. Yeah. It was very much that sort of style of movie, but a, an alternative uh, viewing of it, uh, you know, a, a different sort of scenario, but that kind of feel. And it, I really, really enjoyed the, yeah. the movie. I thought it was quite well acted. There was some gory bits, uh, like, for example, when, you know, the the guy gets um, strapped to the bed.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, That that is uh, some of yeah. that. But I, lo- so-
1: I, lo- I love the cinematography in it and the look of it. Yes. Um, it, it's very well done. And the actors, it's very well acted. It really is like it's that kind of going down, um, your, your mind going a little bit crazy, you know. And, and I, I th- actually enjoyed it when I'm talk- talking to you now about it. I, I, the more I actually think to myself how I enjoyed it, you know, and yeah. how disturbing it was to watch because what's going on again in, 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 the, in, the, in the world at the moment and how people are treating each other and stuff it's an interesting take on that. Like you, you kind of hit home a bit more with me. I mm. like this. I'd highly recommend it to watch it. If you had way more than the one I spoke about earlier, the last days of the American crime, that's could be called the last days of cinema. Cause it's terrible. Mm. Um, and then finally it's kind of my own bit of, you know, we all have movies we put on every now and then when we're feeling like just something we are feeling a bit lower. We, we like, you know, there's, there's one movie that always gets you and you just enjoy mine is a movie called Warrior um, it's a, a UFC style film it okay. came out it came out and it's on Netflix at the moment I watch it at least four or five times a year it's probably my most watched movie of the year I watch it more than any other movie it stars Tom Hardy Nick Nolte and Joel Eckerton F- this is and and this is actually Nick Nolte at his best. He's fantastic in it. Tom Hardy is actually bigger in this movie than he was in the in the, in the Batman movie. He's a beast in it. So the premise, um, the premise of the movie is very simple. It's after 14 years, Tom Tom Collin. It's a kind of an Irish family, played by Hardy. He returns home to Pittsburgh after he was in the army for all those years. He kind of left the home, um he moved out of home at uh, a young age with his mum because Nick Nolte's character was an abusive alcoholic and his brother was estranged as well from him and they're both kind of living separate lives none kind of connect anymore um, the basic premise of it is it's a very simple premise uh, um, Joel Eccleton's called Brendan he's going to lose his house and his family and everything because he's you know it's a tough times in the economy and stuff so he's he was a fighter their father trained them as wrestlers when they were kids and they used to win a lot of events and stuff and they had great potential and he kind of goes to underground um, MMA fighting Joe, like the UFC style fighting to kind of make some cash for his family and stuff but because he's coming, he's a teacher, a science teacher, but because he's coming to school with bruises and stuff, they find out and he gets suspended, Yeah, you know? And then Tom Hardy is, he's actually, he, um, what's the word I'm looking for? He, you know, when you leave the army with permission, he, um, what's the word? Like, you know, he just, he left, he, he he, jumped the wall. He just left the army.
0: He went
1: AWOL. AWOL, thank you. I couldn't think of it. Apologies. Yeah. He went AWOL because he saw his best friend being killed in front of him, like in Iraq. But, mm-hmm. you know, as he was leaving, he saved four other soldiers who were drowning in a, in a Humvee, but that comes up later on in the movie. So anyway, through coincidences and other stuff, they both end up in a tournament, uh, a kind of a two-night tournament where all the best UFC fighters kind of in a round-robin, they all fight each other. It's knockout, you go into the next round. And as you can tell, like they all end up with the two brothers missing in, in the final finale. Like It's a little moving, but it's just one of the best movies, I love it because the, the the family dynamic, the, the the fighting in it is up there with some of the best fight sequences you'll ever see a UFC style, it's like <clears throat> like they really go for it Like and there's a lot of you can see they they trained well for it and the Har- Har- Tom Har- Har- Hardy's character is a beast, he just destroys people where uh, Brendan's character is very much a, a wrestler going for arm locks and I'm a big UFC fan so that could be a factor as well and the final sequence has a song. It's one of the best songs. It's one of the best five minutes ending to a movie you'll ever watch. Yeah, I cry every time I watch it, and I'm not afraid to say that it gets me every time. Um, it's one of those. I'm sure loads of people have seen it. I just it's got that underdog feel. feeling feel a like a Rocky story, you know. Mm. It gets it's got five stars in Empire magazine. It has five stars everywhere. All the reviews across the board. Empire had its five star that year when it came out and of the best. Um, one of those best fighting movies of the, of the generation since Rocky they gave it, you know? Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, highly, highly recommended some fantastic actors in it. I love it. I, I I loved it. So that's all the stuff I've been watching. I hope there's something, something there for somebody.
0: Yeah. Cool. I'm Thank thinking you. about fighting movies. Have you seen the film fighting with my family? Fighting with my family. That's the one with uh, Dwayne Johnson in it and Nick Frost. Uh, It's uh, based on a true story about Edge, the WWF or whatever it was uh, fighter. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, I did it as well. Uh, I saw that uh, recently, and it Mm. I really it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Lena Headley, you know, mm-hmm. as as the mother, she is completely unrecognisable yeah. from other parts that she's played. Game
1: of and Yeah. And Nick Frost is very likable. He's likable, everybody does, anyway. And even The Rock is good. Yeah, I enjoyed that. That that, that, that the, I think that is another racist movie as well, actually.
0: Yeah, I do. I really enjoyed that. And Vince Vaughn as well. I, yeah. It was sort of like a really unusual part for Vince Vaughn because he didn't play a stand-up no. sort of comedy role. He was, like, very... Sort of, yeah 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 very very different but uh that's that's a great movie to watch if you ever uh, get the opportunity and is,
1: that, is it out on streaming yet or is it still kind that's a new enough movie isn't it
0: uh you, you can watch it for 2.99 on play that's I what i was thinking do, uh, is it yeah is it,
1: is it, it's still kind of not long out of the cinema i think
0: wasn't it, isn't it Um, what that year
1: It's definitely
0: last year, or start to this year. Yeah, 2019 it was out. Uh, Mm. But, yeah, you you can rent it now on uh, Google Play, but it's definitely worth a watch. It Mm. gets, like, uh, 7.1% on uh, IMDb, but Rotten Tomatoes is 93%. Yeah,
1: that's good.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Anyway, uh, the movie that I've uh, watched this week is Waterworld. Oh, great movie. So, finally, my 4K version of Waterworld world uh, arrived that i got for a tenner um, it was <laughs> worth the wait because this one actually came with two versions of the movie oh so there was the original cinema release which is in 4k mm-hmm. and then there was the extended version which has an extra 40 minutes oh. which bearing in mind that's a three-hour film to start off with yeah um but that was in hd fortunately okay. But uh, so I just watched the 4K version and it is a really, really nice restoration of it. You know, it's really detailed. It's good. You know, it is proper. It's not fake 4K because it's taken from the, you know, the uh, film uh, rather than, you know, uh, digital recording because it wasn't available when this first came out. Yeah. But basically, if you've never come up against this movie before, in the future, the polar ice caps have melted and the earth is almost entirely submerged. A mutated mariner fights uh, starvation and outlaw smokers and reluctantly helps a woman and a young girl to try and find the mythical place of dry land. Now, uh, this is one of a number of Kevin Costner movies that uh, came out Well, what what, what year was it that this movie came out? It was about... um, Oh, God. ...95. That was it. Didn't
1: Postman come out around the same time as well? Uh,
0: Funnily enough, it did. And guess what movie I ordered straight away after watching that. I watched it
1: recently. It's a great movie. I love that movie.
0: Yeah. uh, So I've got the Postman here still in Mm. its uh, shrink wrapper uh, to watch as well. But, um, yeah, this is... uh, It's a really... it's one of those movies that bombed. I think. At the oh,
1: hugely, box Last money, yeah.
0: But it's become a, a massive cult classic. Yeah. Prior to Titanic, this was the most expensive movie ever produced. Yeah. Evidently, um, Kevin Costner sunk in twenty-two million of his own money oh, I into didn't know this. That. Oh. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, the because uh, the story revolves around a girl who has a tattoo on her back. Yeah. which is the location of dry land.
1: Mm.
0: Now, the, I don't know whether or not you knew this, but the map uh, tattoo on uh, NLO's back is actually uh, tra- Chinese traditional characters, and right. the characters in the middle surrounding the, uh, the uh, arrow are actually coordinates for longitude and latitude. And while one number's not readable, they give almost exactly the right coordinates for Mount Everest. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so which, if you think about it, that's cool. That that if the, the world highest point in the world, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's brilliant, genius. Yeah, yeah, very cleverly done. Uh, but it's a great looking movie in 4K. It, it's definitely one. Yeah. You know, if you like the post apocalyptic sort of um, genre, uh, this is one of those ones. It's very dirty and grungy sort of thing.
1: I love Dennis uh,
0: Hopper on it. He's fantastic. Oh, oh yeah, he's absolutely. Oh
1: so it's, over the top he's brilliant like.
0: yeah yeah definitely absolutely fantastic um as imagine as you know everyone plays a really good part in this yeah um it's got a dts uh x soundtrack as well so if you're into that sort of thing uh on the disc uh, like i said it included the extended uh cut of the movie which has an extra 40 minutes I'm going to get through that at some point, not at the moment though. Uh, but it's well worth adding into your collection um, because, well, it's just a it's just a classic uh, sci-fi post-apocalyptic movie. Mm. Um, it, it's interesting, actually. I was watching it, and you can tell it's a movie from like 25 years ago, right? Because of the score. And because of the type of music that they used to play right. in certain sort of scenes, which doesn't, which has moved on a bit. You know, some of the action scenes where you think nowadays you would get probably a bit heavier music have yeah. been a bit, it's a bit more light-hearted sort of music to it. Uh, you know it's just a difference in the way that uh, you know movies are produced nowadays in terms of the the audio but it was just interesting when i was watching it because i was thinking yeah that that wouldn't be that music doesn't seem to fit to modern standards but yeah. it's still perfectly enjoyable um you know the the the, the, the sets that they made and that the, they were all on water obviously yeah and it's just such a It's such a a lovely movie to watch, uh, I think. You know, there's plenty of action uh, in it. I I quite like the ingenious way that they went about um, Kevin Costner's character being... Because he's a mutant, so he's mutated to the water world.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, So he's actually got gills, but the gills are actually behind his ears. Yeah. And then he's got webbed feet uh, on it. It's kind of a bit Hmm. like The Man from Atlantis, really, if you remember that old series. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, great... Great movie, definitely worth a watch. You know, if you're uh, if you're into that sort of thing, um, I'd recommend it anytime. So, oh. and it, like I said, 4K version is a very good version of the movie. So, I'll let you know about the postman, but unfortunately, Dude. that's only in HD.
1: Oh, okay, it's still a good movie. I watched it. I actually watched it only. I don't know, was it on Netflix? I or so or did I see it on I, Film Four somewhere recently? I recorded it, and I remember saying, "God, I haven't seen it for years." And I've watched. I was a great movie.
0: Yeah, cause I must. Admit, I'm quite kind of like fancy getting dancing with wolves and yeah, you
1: know, uh, that's a, that's, that holds up really well. Robin Hood,
0: Prince of Thieves, as well. You know, getting, no,
1: that's the one when I won't watch.
0: I'd never liked well, like I did. It was too. It, it was too cheesy for me. Oh, see, I, I like a bit of cheese in a movie. It, that, mm-hmm. That's what sort of it, it just made that bit of funniness in it. It's just it was quite there was good.
1: actually there was actually two. Robin Hood movies came out together that year. There was an an, an Irish actor, Patrick Borgan, played the other one. And that's a much better Robin Hood movie.
0: Yeah. I'll tell yeah. you one Robin Hood not to watch is a Taran Egerton one.
1: Yes. I mean, we were talking about that, remember, I think before. Oh. I I told you not to watch it and you watched it, if I remember. Well
0: I'd already yeah. bought I'd already bought it at that point. Uh,
1: I was like it's utter it's te- how that movie got made, I don't know.
0: No, I don't it's <sighs> shockingly bad
1: they tried to do the Kingsman style Robin Hood basically
0: and it doesn't work
1: not even close and Jamie Foxx's sword cast wrong cast person yeah poor yeah, movie yeah very
0: poor I, I mean, agree with the, you there in parts of it they made that movie look like it was um, you know like a, a a movie that was about uh, the war in you know in Kuwait yeah you know, or- like, something that, that was should have been filmed that because the clothes were too contemporary.
1: Do you know what? They should have stuck... Instead of calling Robin Hood, they should have stuck an Assassin's Creed label on it. Yeah. Because it actually is more Assassin's Creed than Robin Hood because of the abilities he had with the arrows, which which I, maybe just because I'm so fresh in my head now, and, like, the jumping, platforming, all that kind of stuff, the free-form free, free form running, everything. Do you know? It actually is more of an Assassin's Creed movie than Assassin's Creed was.
0: Yeah. Well, actually... <laughs> Funnily enough segue into oh, uh, into a, a, a box set that I
1: uh,
0: yeah well a good box uh, set I agree with you yeah yeah a good box set so it's a 4K box set uh, for twenty three pounds and it had Assassin's Creed mm. the movie now I actually don't mind that movie I have to admit you know I, just I didn't like it at all I I I did not mind it in in the slightest I think as far as video game to movie um, you know movies are I think that that was actually one of the better ones. But having said that, though, it doesn't have stiff competition.
1: That's true.
0: Yeah. Um, So there was that. It had The Martian on it in 4K. That's a great movie. It had Kingsman on it in 4K. Great movie. And Prometheus in 4K.
1: Actually, I like that movie. I know they're very kind of hidden with those um, alien reboots. Or not reboots, but then recently ones. um, What's that one called? Um, Coven? No. Covenant. The Covenant. I actually enjoyed them. I love the look of them, the style of them, everything. Yeah, they're really and, good.
0: Yeah, and they're quite atmospheric and all of yeah, that as well. I, yeah. I, I don't really see what why people are so. I, th- I think that the thing is, we get these, you know, movies that happen in our life, like Star Wars and The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. For example, and they set the standard. Yeah. But the thing is, we see them when we're so much younger and that standard is never achievable no. because we're not seven
1: yeah
0: that's true and I I think that that's what the problem is so if if you look kids now going to see the new Star Wars movies and I'm also talking about the the last Jedi uh in that as well that's, the uh,
1: the that's, that, that's the Star Wars they're show, They're growing up.
0: On. I, oh, I know, I know, I, you know. But I mean, we've got listeners. I'm, I'm thinking of. Um, I think uh, Nick, said, Nick Nicky Wilson said, you know, he loves the Phantom Menace because that was his first exposure to that no. film. wrong if I'm, if I'm wrong there, Nicky, I apologize. But well, if
1: it's true, uh, Nicky, I'm blocking you on Twitter and everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but but it's, it's fair enough because that's what you grew up with yeah and you know it, and that if that's your first memory of that you you know you, that's going to be your favorite because that introduced you to that world yeah I it agree, doesn't matter know. whether or not it's bad or good yeah we we were just lucky that we got the good ones straight off
1: we were weren't we
0: yeah and, and i think that that's that's the thing and Nothing will ever be as good as them because we're not six. It's true. Mm. So you know that's that's what it is. That's probably why I don't like Bond now, because you know mm. I'm I'm yeah. you know uh, approaching fifty. I'm you know middle aged man. I you know I grew up with the end of Connery, the, you know the start of Roger Moore. When you know when I was paying attention to Bond, and that is what James Bond is to me. That is. Ingrained, programmed—it's part of my DNA, as it were. So, looking at Daniel Craig as Bond, I think yeah, don't like him. It's not because he's a bad actor. He's not a bad actor. He's a good actor. He just, for some reason, I, I just think he looks like he's a Neanderthal in in Bond. You know, he looks like he's knuckle dragging and a bit of a thug. And that's not to me what Bond is. He's suave and sophisticated.
1: Yeah and yet you look
0: at him in layer cake and he is that sort of character yeah it's weird but there we go so okay well i uh, think that's it for movies tv and streaming this week yeah, so good,
1: good stuff there i think actually hopefully uh,
0: definitely so hope you enjoyed that so we'll go on to our listener questions Alright, so, as normal, we've got Mark kicking us off, and his first question this week is, are your expectations for the next generation, whatever they might be, going to be met? And which console are you most hopeful for? Um,
1: like I said earlier on, I, I hope to be messed with the quality of life stuff, I think. Um, and I'm most hopeful for the Xbox. I, like, people who know me know I, I'm a gamer I love games I, I probably don't game as much as people are listening because of you know life and work and everything but I, I, the Xbox for me has always been one of my favorites and I even to this generation I played it more than the PlayStation. I'm kind of hoping that the Xbox even for competition even to give PlayStation a bit of a, a, a you know a competition is good. yeah um, that's what I'm hoping for. Um, the Xbox can kind of come back a little bit stronger this, this generation. Fair enough. For yourself? Uh,
0: for me, the things that I want out of for this next generation is better streaming ability, which I'm not oh, sure yeah. I'm going to get, to be honest. Mm. I think that what I will end up getting is uh, pretty much more or less what there already is in terms of standards so, of streaming, so. and then I'll have to run it through a PC if I want to do anything after I think
1: that.
0: So, so. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. So that that for me is probably not going to be met but also i do want the ray traced graphics i want the higher frame rates oh, yeah. uh, as well i don't want the quality of life issues what i don't want is another reliance on ex very expensive ssd hard drives it's going to cost me a fortune if i you know want to get decent amount of storage I, that, this,
1: and that this is, this is actually post- yeah it, i'm not too pushed about that because I really want those low times. I know I keep mentioning, it. I probably mentioned the last three podcasts, Hayden. I really want those that low times. It's the one thing, I sit here, I, I'm, I, I'm actually a very impatient person, I. because I, I kind of, I. as I explained to you, my, my OCD, CDO, so I know I have to repeat that after. I, um, I count all my minutes constantly. I'm count, constantly counting minutes. I have 35 minutes for this. I have one hour for this. I do it all the time, because... On my job, and it's just my 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 nature. So when I'm sitting here waiting for screens to load, and it's just as I'm getting older, it's getting worse. That's like I know sometimes only thirty seconds, it's a minute, it's nothing major to some people, but for me, it just drives me barmy, me, and mm-hmm. I just want it to, to load. I just and so I it's actually the top of my one is is the, the speed times. I will actually pay extra, and I'm not. I, you know, you've spoken to me. I'm Titus. I, I could be Scottish. I'm so mean. Um, I kind of budget everything and I, I kind of like do my wheeling and dealings and everything. But I will pay extra for the SSD drives into the back of the Xbox is, if it keeps the speeds up. If it does what it says it'll do. And mm-hmm. that'll be my biggest disappointment if it doesn't do it after promoting it, you know. Yeah. Sorry, no, I have got a rent there. Apologies.
0: <laughs> no, no, that's fine. I mean, um, it's, 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 we have a saying in North Yorkshire that, you know, a Yorkshireman, in terms of, you know, you're wanting a hard money, you're like a Scotsman with the generosity removed.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um you know, to use the old stereotype. But f- for me, I am less bothered about the- that time saving element. I'm not bothered about the quick starting. Okay. It's nice. It's nice. But for me, my my more important thing is the about the storage that I've got because okay. I at the moment I've got like uh eight or so terabytes on my xbox mm. eight nine terabytes i'm not going to be able to yeah i know i could plug in a hard drive for the 360 and xbox one but i'm not games.
1: saying that it's just why why do you have like i know we like to have everything like i know your steam library everything is is it that you like have everything at hand that if you if you go into a, your Xbox, you have you should want to play the games straight away. You don't want to wait for the download. Where I I kind of I have a two or three terabyte now onto my Xbox. I don't have a load of games on it. I just have the two one or two games I'm playing. And then I just delete them off. Well, you
0: know, we, because they're in
1: my library anyway?
0: We all consume games differently, don't we? Yes. And the, the thing is now with 4K and that the downloads for games rather than being you know, um, you know, like the were the last generation of no more than uh six or seven gigabytes. Yes. Not gigabyte uh yeah, gigabytes. Um they are now, you know, a hundred gig, mm. hundred and fifty gig for a game for a download, or there will be, you know, in the next generation. Probably that more is either. that yeah, that is huge. That is even, at my, you know, I've got a decent broadband connection, but that is going to be a few days of downloading to, you know, because don't forget the traffic will be throttled yeah. in terms of those downloads as well. You know, and leaving a console on because it'll automatically switch off at some point anyway. Uh, I don't want to leave it on. And yes, I know I'll be able to put it on standby, but if there's a massive power drain that's going to cost me a lot of money on electric, I don't want to leave it on you know standby uh, to a download games battle yeah, points yeah so uh for me i i want you know i i play lots of different games you know i like the ability i know you do
1: yeah you you, to, you do way more than me like i know that
0: yeah so I, I don't go, have to
1: have a full yeah
0: and i can go into my library and i can look at you know I've, I've got like 500 games at the moment installed on my xbox i don't i know i don't need that i know i don't need that i've but,
1: only got about 15 i'd say
0: any any one of those I could just load like that, mm. you know. But I've I've probably got another two or three hundred that are not installed on there because they're yeah. ones I, de- I know I'm definitely not going to you know going to play yeah. again. But you know, it's just um, the 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 thought about how much of these cartridges, gone. because I thought the days were gone where I know that they're, they're SSD drives, but they're effectively they're like cartridges used I to agree. be. Yeah, and I thought those days had gone, but obviously not. So it it'd be just interesting to see yeah. where it comes from. But we we all have different needs, don't we? That for exactly. me is, you know, it's for me, I'm not bothered about the waiting as much.
1: <laughs>
0: so second question is, uh, which releases for the Series X and PS5 are you most anticipating?
1: Um, I don't think we really need know too much about I suppose he's talking about exclusives, is he? Because third party, there's, like, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It's going to be Xbox. I'm guessing third parties, all my third parties will be Xbox. That's the way it's going. to I mean, and exclus- exclusives will be PlayStation. We'll I will find out on the 11th of June what's coming to the PlayStation, and I'll have kind of a more idea then. But I suppose we'll have the God of War 2s, Spider-Man 2, Horizon 2. A lot of sequels there so mm. they're not they're not really new ips that everybody says that playstation are good for it's all going to be twos in the next generation um but hopefully we i don't know hidden um uh, it, nowadays it's all third parties really the exclusive you know what i mean
0: yeah so I, I, I I, my
1: biggest means. one my biggest one is going to be assassin's creed valhalla for what i've seen before. far i'm looking but i'm looking forward to the last of us 2 and the Ghost of Tsushima on the PlayStation, I will say. I'm really looking forward to playing them. But i played play them one. They'll be one and done. Do you know what I mean? Um, hmm. Single-player games. Knock them out, sell them on, and get value I want, and enjoy them, hopefully. Touch wood. They're good games.
0: What um, about uh, Vampire The Masquerade Bloodlines 2? No. No?
1: Doesn't interest me, no.
0: <laughs> I didn't play enough. one. <laughs> I can't say I did either, but I was quite intrigued by that one.
1: Yeah. Um... I hope we have choice. I'd like to see a lot of new IPs, next generation, kind of step away because I think that's what happened to me towards into this one is a lot of the games just became samey. It was the same premise, the same cover mechanics, the same driving games. Yeah, we had a few kind of ones that stood out, which is always good, like indie games or like the God of War one was a revelation, that kind of style, but it just become very samey. I'm you know, a lot of remasters, a lot of remakes. I know I was talking about uh, I'm looking forward to when coming out Kings of Bammelore, but I just like to see something different, some no IPs next generation.
0: I'm not sure there's gonna be that many to be honest. I'm
1: hoping Xbox does. I hope Xbox with all the studios they had that we do get something different from them, you know you know. But we'll see.
0: Yeah. I must admit in terms of uh xbox i'm a bit meh about the uh halo i'm not really bothered about that i don't I'm think
1: it, but i think it's 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 been done it's going to be halo it's going to look beautiful it'll probably play f- massive frame rate it'll probably have the
0: usual good story but it's still halo
1: it's nothing that we haven't seen for the last five games you know oh,
0: definitely for, so, for me the, the two how can big you get excited
1: games about that like? sorry how can you get excited for a game or even a yeah. movie that's on its sixth version, a uh, six, like re, or sixth sequel. You don't get excited for that. You kind of you watch it and you go, oh, "That's okay," but you don't get excited for it.
0: I do Pe- People did still get excited for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. People get excited for James Bond.
1: Yeah, it's true. I'm looking forward to James Bond, but I'm not. A, uh, I mean, I'm not ooh, biting yeah. my nails for it. But I am very excited for Assassin's Creed Valhalla, so I'm contradicting myself, I suppose, you know?
0: Yeah, well, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is (coughs) my second most anticipated game. My first most is going to be Hellblade 2.
1: Yeah, but that'll be next year, though, will it?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, I'm actually looking forward to trying it myself. I still have to finish the first one.
0: (laughs) What, Hellblade?
1: Yeah, I never get around. I'm about halfway through it. And you know, work life just kind of gets in the way. I might get a couple of days. You
0: know, you know, it's only about six and a half, I seven
1: dollars. But maybe I'm just more suited. There's not enough collectibles in it, maybe for me. I seem to be more suited for that huge open world question mark. For
0: yeah, for reason. But there is all of the runes to get, and I've never got yeah. the runes for all of the runes in the same game. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's, it's not one that I've, you know, 100%ed, but because I've played it. I've completed that game probably about five times now.
1: Well, I'm doing Star Wars now, and I'm kind of biding my time until the last of us. I should. I got. I got um, what's the name for um Final Fantasy VII, and I turned it on once and I went back to it. All my excitement. It's funny how our brain works like that, you know. What? Yeah, just haven't gone back to it. It's not because I haven't wanted to play it and i didn't enjoy it it's just that i played so much assassin's creed i just kept going back to it and then i threw on battlefield star wars i really enjoyed that because i was going to put on final fantasy so i don't know now will i get it done before <laughs> the last of us so i've only 10 you know, days
0: <laughs> final fantasy in 10 days well actually i think i did it in 10 days so yeah you can do it
1: i might finish battlefield tonight and then just bite the bullet and throw it on and just give it a good good wallop. Yeah. I'll talk to you next week and see how I'm getting on.
0: Yeah, okay. Okay. All right. So uh Paul Wilson's asking, uh, do you keep all your boxes for your gadgets? And are you precious with regards to keeping your gadgets in pristine condition? One of my daily departed computer buddies was so precious about his gadgets if any tv device such as his tv or amp or dvd player etc uh, that came with a remote the remote would stay in the original su- uh, supp- uh, supplied by the manufacturer's plastic clear bag uh, he would only use the remote in his uh, in the bag personally i keep the boxes and carefully look after the gadgets it's always adds to the resale value
1: yeah, I'm the exact same as Paul. I keep all my boxes for my uh, equipment and gear I buy. Um, not to limit with no, the remote controls. That's definitely another fair play. I'm sorry to hear he's departed. Um, but, yeah, because you know yourself. Like, next, I don't ever keep, like, very rarely I keep a console when I'm I usually upgrade it, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. So,
1: um, yeah, I am I'm, I think most of us are like that, Hayden, really are we? Most kind of gamers and collectors and stuff, we tend to keep the boxes, you know?
0: I th- I think keep, it yeah. it, for me, it depends upon what it is, because, you know, I've got a lot of gadgets. If I kept all yeah, of the you, boxes, I would need another house.
1: Yeah, you do like your shop therapy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> so what I tend to do is keep the box for until... I know that the thing works and it's okay, and it doesn't look like it's going to break down. Okay. For a lot of the stuff, um, some things I will keep the box for longer just in case. I'm not sure whether or not I'm going to keep it. Okay. But but that is very little stuff. I have to admit. Uh, so, uh, for example, I got an Ouya. <laughs> if you remember what, if you remember yeah. those consoles, um, I got one of those just to have a bit of an experiment with. But I thought, I'm not going to keep it. So I actually took it back to CEX, and it cost me nothing. Okay. Because, um, you know, the amount that I got back when I took it back was basically what they sold it to me for.
1: Well, I know C X give you extra. In Ireland, it's a fiver to a tenner if you have the original box in good condition. Yeah. They actually add more to it, so... Like, and you all know me, I kind of wheel and deal. So, like, my Xbox now and my PS5, my PS4 Pro, they're both going to go towards my upgrades for my next console. Yeah. Um, so, like, especially with the Xbox, you don't really need to keep your past. Free, like, the Xbox and what they're saying, everything is going to be in one console, all your backward compatibility. PlayStation PlayStationism, we'll see.
0: It's, it's so. still nice sometimes to play on the original equipment.
1: Oh, I agree with you. And I have actually... What I tend to do then is, oh, like, in a, which I've done for all of them, is a few years later you pick up, like I have got an Xbox 360 now slim, and it was only like 20 euros on an ad on Facebook, and I picked mm. it up and I bought it. So I'll probably do the same in five or six years or four years, I'll pick up an Xbox One for a couple of euros, where now I can get value reselling it towards, you know, when you're kind of watching your budget and your money, it's, a, you know, some of us can't, I don't have as much Troy of cash as I used to. I like, yeah, that's why I well, do my wheel. I all me is wheeling dealing. You know me. I buy and at the moment I can't even do that. Usually I have a lot more cash. Like I kinda start off with say a hundred euros at the start of the year and by the and then I buy the games and I resell them and I buy them and resell them. Usually by the end of the year I could have a thousand euros made for myself. Easy sometimes and a good year. I do quite well out of it, like.
0: Yeah, uh, you do. You do seem to be doing a lot better than Delboy would do.
1: No, I do. I do quite well out of it. Like I, I pick up headphones, or I pick up speakers, and I kind of resell them. And you know, it, it's I enjoy it. It's kind of a hobby for me, and I enjoy it. And it's kind of it's interesting. But this year I've had none of that, like because of the, what's happening. So I and even when the shops are open now and stuff, but there's going to be sale prices now on games and everything. There's going to be no resale value and much stuff. So. I really want to sell these consoles and get good value on them. So I'll probably sell them privately more so than CX, I think, this time. Mm. Or even trade them in against the GameStop, wherever I get my consoles from. I don't think you'll get the value back on them as you did in other generations, you know?
0: Yeah, I know what you mean.
1: So I, privately, I'll get a good price from because they're in perfect condition. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I've got, well, in, in our house, we've got three Xbox Ones, one of which is an X so because my son's got one in his bedroom we've got yeah. one on the downstairs living room and we've got the x in the den. so the one in the living room is my son's one
1: yeah
0: so when this uh series x comes out the series x will go in here and the um, xbox one x will go into the living room okay so that then leaves you know us with another one or so my son's got a den of his own, you know, his, his own little man cave. So, he'll probably yeah. going there. So, he'll have one in each room. <laughs> <laughs> so, because we tend not to get rid of stuff, that's the thing, you see. So, I've still yeah. got, got almost every console that I've ever owned, I've still got.
1: I have a good few you now upstairs in the attic and stuff. I don't have them on display, I just don't have the space for
0: Yeah, no, I don't have them on display either. But I've, I've still got them. It would be nice, wouldn't it?
1: I think when the house kind of like we have a few rooms spare and then upstairs I, I might convert one of them to you know we'll see we'll see the future there's a long life there yes
0: yes indeed indeed so Craig Cole asks what upcoming games are you most looking forward to playing
1: I think for June it's The Last of Us 2 and July it's Ghost of Tsushima are probably my two biggest ones at the moment and more Ghost of S- Tsushima than Last of Us I think Last of Us is going to be the usual predictable story. She's like, there, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna be good to play. It's gonna be nice, but it's gonna be the standard story, really, isn't it? She's out for revenge, and mm-hmm. she's, you know, it's not gonna be nothing new, really. Kind of such a, yeah. Um, but I think Gosha Sashima, it looks interesting. It's gonna be, the, and again, I'm such a, a samurai Asian part movie fan, and all that kind of stuff. It suits my character more, I think. Um, and hopefully, fingers crossed, Metroid Prime is coming on the Switch. I would queue overnight to get those games on the Switch to have them in handheld games. Those that that Metroid Prime pack. Oh, we
0: well, are a massive uh, fan of those. Sort
1: of oh, huge! Like some people are massive fans of Final Fantasy. Mine is Metroid Prime. I love love that world, that character, love it. Mm. So yeah, yourself.
0: Uh, for myself, I'm quite looking forward to seeing what Iron Man VR is going to look like
1: Oh yes, I've seen videos of it, yeah Yeah,
0: because it looks quite good and what I've seen of it um, I, I'm quite intrigued to play Burnout Paradise Remastered on the mm-hmm. Switch
1: Yeah, it's a perfect game for the Switch
0: It is, uh, definitely But other than that, um, I'm not that bothered about The Last of Us 2 Because I didn't get on with The Last of Us 1 Okay. So, for me, it's uh, probably the next one I'm looking forward to is around about Cyberpunk 2077.
1: Oh, yeah, Cyberpunk. I'm looking forward to that in September. That seems like ages away, doesn't it, September? Yeah,
0: and Avengers. And it's it's only two and a half months.
1: I can't see us getting Avengers this year. I don't think we'll get it this year. I think it'll be next year, Hayden. You think? I think it's gone very quiet. Like, they were slowly ramping up. They were doing, like... um, play showing you playing them on the stage and they were giving you information everything and that's just, it's just completely stopped like mm. you know and i think i think the the development time like people at home and stuff has affected that game and they got a lot of negative negative feedback as well in it
0: i think yes yeah, i think i
1: got that. i think they're going back to the like okay, i'm only speculating again i wouldn't be surprised if we here in september back to november um, and maybe release on both con- both formats, both like Xbox One and Xbox Series X kind of or PS4, PS5 combo, mm. you know, which would actually be good for them. I think that'd be a good, um, yeah. So yeah, they're, they're, Cyberpunk looks interesting. I I I, I, lo- I hope it lives up to the hype.
0: Yeah, I hope so.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be a, For some reason, it's going to be a very. I don't want to say the word complicated because that sounds like I'm, I'm not a, a, a good gamer because I, I think I'm okay at gaming. But there's so much going on. Like, I watched one level the other day that was far, one section of a 45 minute video, and it just kind of broke down how you break into this just one little warehouse on all the different paths. You, sometimes you're given too many ways of doing something. That makes sense? Then mm-hmm. it kind of it overwhelms you. Like, do you ever play the Deus Ex games, the New War version?
0: I never liked those ones. I, I have did. To admit. I didn't I, like the stealth on them. I thought it see, was really quite poor.
1: I liked the idea of the stealth. I actually was uh, when I was playing it. I was just given so much information or so much directions I could go. I kept feeling that I was felt I was missing out on something else that uh, happening somewhere else. That makes sense. Yeah. If I'd gone through that that um vent or that duct to go around up into that window, would I have found a clue or would I have found something else? Am I missing out? And I find sometimes that can it kind of i kind of spoiled because i'm so C D C D O. sorry no lads i have to keep saying that that um i find that if there's too much that i'm missing out it kind of spoils the game for me and i just i won't play it so mm. i i don't know would that happen with cyberpunk because apparently in cyberpunk you can do things a thousand different ways from what i've seen and sometimes just one way is good why why complicate it? you know or even two ways but when you have 20 different ways of killing somebody i like a hitman game i'm guessing yeah you can like i like the hitman games in the old days because they had a, two or three ways of taking guys down but now you can do it like with chewing gum with a board, with a with a, a, a chair up above a, a shelf you know there's like there's so many different ways of doing it i, I find that overwhelming sometimes that's just in, maybe that's my nature see,
0: Be interesting to see what you think of hitman 2
1: yeah, cause, uh, thank you for that. I appreciate the quote. Um, so, yeah, that's a great question. Thanks, Craig. Again, Thanks. I was off on a tangent, probably. <laughs> 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 As I tend to do, I'm um, the Billy Connolly inside me.
0: <laughs> all right, so that's it for uh, for this oh, week, okay. all the questions that we've got. We only had a couple of questions there. Uh, so, Alan, do you want to give your contact details?
1: I will. Um, and actually, before I give that, I actually got a message on Xbox from another listener, I'm after, I'm forgetting his name, no, I'll get it for next week. He doesn't do Facebook or Twitter and any kind of stuff so he sent it through my Xbox Gamertech and he actually followed me as well as, as a friend and he was passing on how he was enjoying our podcasts and everything. Um, so I just want to say thanks. I'll have his name next week for us because I think, I think I should have his, I, it's not right, I don't have his name, that's not right. Um, so apologies, I'll have it next week for you, I promise. Um, Twitter is Head Chef HeadChefAllen, Xbox is Chef Allen and PSN is Chef Allen and Email is gingergameryahoo.com. Thank you.
0: Okay. Uh, for me, everything's HRG uk. That's Twitter, PSN, Xbox Live, and Steam. But for Epic, it's Pop Culture Gamers. Also, uh, don't forget, if you want to get in contact with the show, you can email podcast at popculturegamers.co.uk. We have a Facebook group um, and also a Facebook page. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we've got our Twitter handle of Pop Culture Gamer don't forget as well we have our website popculturegamers.podbean.com if you really enjoy the show and you want to help us uh, out then you can become a patreon by uh, following us on there just look for pop culture gamers on uh, patreon otherwise um, you know leave us a nice review on itunes uh, give us a star rating um, or just share the podcast to whoever is available uh, that you you can do, just to really help us uh, get out there all the more. Uh, It's always nice if we can try and grow the podcast and uh, make it even bigger and better. Other than that, that's it. So thank you very much, uh, Alan, for coming and joining me on a Tuesday evening.
1: No problem. I enjoyed it as always, Hayden. Thank you. And also on that, usually we put up kind of links and stuff on the Facebook group. Yeah. Of, you, of videos of trailers and stuff if anyone wants to go and have a look on our group just to kind of give you a bit more in, in connection, traction to what we're talking about, I think it's good. Sorry not cutting you off, so it's a salon from me
0: and it's a good <laughs> night for me, good night, bye night. everyone bye